everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. <laughs> How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Seriously? Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 271st episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we are going to head to the tower, boost the signal, and relay all the latest news and community topics inside the Jurassic Wire. It's going to be a long episode, guys, so hold on. So Aaron Byer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise and, of course, this awesome community. So, of course, we hope you like everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. And as always, guys... All debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and, of course, around the community. So stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything that we're going to be discussing. And as a heads up, uh, we do dive into a spoiler section at the very, very end of the show after the credits after the show technically ends you hear me say this all the time when we do a wire we uh you'll hear us discuss some potentially uh, well it's not potential it's some spoiler stuff for jurassic world dominion uh if, if you're if you're wondering what it is an animatronic image uh surfaced uh on the internet so we're gonna go ahead and discuss that uh, we don't show it off or anything like that, but we do discuss it. Um, so just be warned at the very, very end of the show, not within the wire itself or anything like that. So so please don't worry about that. But at the very end of the show, after we roll the credits, just wanted to give you a heads up. But uh, like I said, it's a long so- show, but I want to get uh, some, some business out of the way here first. So the Jurassic Park Book Club is, uh, is coming up on the final edition very, very soon, uh, at least for Jurassic Park the novel so if you're reading along with us please 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 be sure to send in uh your thoughts on this segment of the novel which is the final section uh so please just email your audio recordings uh you can do that from your phone uh if you're recording on a computer whatever you want to do email those over to jurassic park book club at gmail.com that is from the fifth iteration all the way to the end of the book. So that's what we're looking for. So we are going to be including everybody's thoughts in that wrap-up episode. So please, please get those in uh, before May 10th. That is when the episode is going to be airing. So please, uh, well, excuse me, I do have a little cold right now, so I'm trying to overcome that first off. But uh, please get those in before April 10th. Um, and, And like I said, we're going to be featuring that discussion from the fifth iteration all the way through to the end. There's a ton, a ton to discuss, and we have some great guests for that segment so please uh let us know what you think about that portion of the book now over on the website uh well there was some jurassic world camp cretaceous trailer news and stuff that came out this week so tom jurassic uh took a look at the trailer analyzed it and wrote up a great little article over there for our website jurassicparkpodcast.com please go check that out over on youtube i did a live stream last week wednesday night 9 p.m eastern standard time same same time every week um and i talked about the potential 
of a Hammond prequel, uh, which we heard of some some potential details, I guess, from uh, Jurassic Outpost. So that was something I discussed. I took a look at a, a scene that popped up from Camp Cretaceous. We, we analyzed that and the most recent Beyond the Gates uh, announcement. So that was a really fun live stream. And uh, also on YouTube, uh, Tom, who also did that analysis on the website, did a video version, so you can check that out on YouTube as well. And this week, I don't know what we've got, but we will have a, uh, oh no, no, I do know what we have. We're gonna have the wire segment every day this week, uh, covering different portions of what you hear in this episode, plus uh, a live stream on Wednesday night. Like I said, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday night, but it's a long episode, so why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. one, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program, as always, is Aaron Beyer. The Jurassic Wire is the segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all of the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations inside the Jurassic community. So, today... Uh, we have a lot to discuss. Uh, we'll be discussing some follow-up from last month's uh, edition of The Wire. We have some talk on the Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 3 trailer. Um, Jurassic World The Exhibition is returning. So We have some uh, Universal Orlando and Hollywood news to discuss. Uh, there's also a few different uh, Mattel toy updates to talk about. The potential for a Hammond prequel story. And at the very, very end of the show, after we wrap up The Wire and after we do the credits and the end of the show, we will dis be discussing some uh, potential spoilery items for Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, big spoiler stuff. It's, uh, you know, we're going to be discussing a dinosaur from the film and we, uh, we, you know, we're not going to spoil it here in this discussion, so I just wanted to give you guys a heads up at the very end of the show. We will be discussing that, but why don't we go ahead and welcome in Aaron Beyer to the show. What's going on, dude? Not much. I finally got sick of long hair. And I <laughs> hacked it, and uh, I see that you did too. So. I did, yeah. Uh, it, it was so I wrote time. you. I, Brad, you were the first person I told. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel so like uh, honored that you would be the uh, tell I, me first. I guess I don't, you know. I think it was just because we. I was like laughing about the fact that we both had super long hair last time, and I wrote you <laughs> and I said you have to cut your hair, and you were like, "Oh, I just did." I was like, "Fantastic!" I know. Like, I I was like right here, you know. I was like really just thinking about it. And I think like all of us, like whoever started the quarantine, like you're 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 thinking you're pretty good for a long time. And then you get to now and you're like, hmm, maybe I should do it. Maybe it should happen. So, what, so this, what, this is, what was the tipping point for you? Cause mine was gross. Like why I cut my hair. Like it, it just started, I, it just started getting too hot. I was like, ah, I don't like this yeah. too much to manage. I did. I didn't wake I didn't like waking up with all this hair in my face and like having to do something with it all day. You know, dude, ours, Pain. I'm just, 
I mean, this is gross, but like hair in the tub is like my bane <laughs> of my existence. And I finally, I've cleaned out the drain just one too many times. I was like, I'm done. That was it. That was it. That was it. That's all this it is going. All it took. And it's, you know, I've never had hair that long. And uh, yeah, taking the, take, so I started, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to grab a chunk and I'm going to cut with scissors to like, not like run my clippers through the like foot long hair. And <laughs> oh, that was, that was scary. It was weird. Like it was like, it's like one, two, it's like, and then like, once you do it, that's it. You have to finish. You can't stop. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, it's, it was tough. I got to say like that again, that was the first time that I had hair down to my shoulders. So it was yeah. a big commitment. That's over a year of, of hair growth. And I was like, all right, do I do I really want to go through with it? That was a lot of time and energy spent into growing that hair. Well, and it's funny because as we come out of this, <laughs> I think it's safe to say I'll never have hair that long again, right? Like, Dude, 100%, unless we have another, hopefully not, uh, right. you, know, you know, problem like that. That I said the exact same thing in my head. That's so funny. I was like, this is the only time I think it'll ever be that long. So because. It wasn't like it wasn't like it was a style choice that I did this to myself. Like I liked it. I thought it was cool looking in the end. But like I mean, I when I go to the office, I can't have that all day. I mean, I guess I could at my office, but like no. Yeah. Anyway, we have a we have so much to talk about. We this yeah, not... I know. I was laughing reading off that list and I, I do think that a lot of these points will be somewhat breezy. We'll be able to get through them. But again, knowing us we tend to go on tangents and stuff, so who really knows how long it'll be? <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. all right, so just wanted to do some follow up from last time around. So we talked about, um, to be honest, I don't even know what the topic was. Do you remember? It was, I think it was like talking about <laughs> Camp Cretaceous and some. It was so, so all right, so we were talking about Camp Cretaceous season two, and we were talking about the 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 hybrid dinosaur that's going to be a part of the next season they've been teasing it for a while now e750 this hybrid creation from dr wu and they've been teasing uh well, we were just kind of discussing the fact that it was in some sort of you know giant canister that looks like it's like frozen or something we didn't know what was going on there how long it's been inside that container and the age of the creature versus the age of the Indominus Rex um, when things were made. So basically we were kind of theorizing and just wondering, we weren't, it was nothing that we were like trying to say as fact or anything. Um, But we were basically just saying like, we were guessing or we wonder if this creature is either younger or older or born, uh, you know, created at the same time. We were also discussing the accelerated growth rate because Camp Cretaceous has has been pretty big on, you know, obviously with Bumpy showcasing the accelerated growth rate of dinosaurs. And um, it ha- it is something that's been a long, a long, around for a long time. And so we, we did this whole conversation, right? And uh, shout out to our friend Jack Ewens, uh, you know, one of the minds behind uh, Chaos Theorem and everything going on, you know, behind the scenes with the viral websites and stuff like that. So we were talking about this and I guess we, we just struck a chord in Jack <laughs> triggered. triggered him, triggered him. Right. So he made a reaction video to us and uh, I guess this is our reaction video to his reaction video. We're not going to get too crazy here, but um, 
I kind of just wanted to back up some of the things that we had said. And of course, you know, not everything we say at all times is is 100% accurate, I guess, just because we're kind of just spewing stuff for the most part and really not doing a ton of research. I know me and you get together and like we're like, oh, yeah, we should probably put our notes together. As soon as we start recording, we're like, oh, we should probably start. <laughs> we should probably get this thing ready. Yeah. And so a lot of this stuff is off the top of our heads and we're not, uh, you know, from my point of view, when I'm discussing the show uh, or uh, anything, any of the movies, the shows, uh, anything like that, I don't really factor in the books all that much. Um, I don't know about you, but I really try to steer clear of what's in the books because the films and and TV show are, are so drastically different. So I try to keep things separate. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a while since I watched that video. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, listen, anybody out there, go go check out the video on oh, his yeah, page. Yeah. Um, no, it's not like it was like a uh, like a, a hate video or anything like that. No, he wasn't no, trying no. to like take um, us down a peg or anything. My my approach to the wire and really anything with this podcast is that, cause at one point I, I do remember him saying like, you know, I wonder if like Aaron's read the books and like, yeah, I've read the first one like three or four times, but I have like really bad comprehension memory. So like every time I read it, it's like just a brand spanking <laughs> new book. Like it's yeah, like I'm like learning things all the time. Uh, and um, I, I, I agree with that. We, we've been doing the book club uh, you know, here on the podcast recently. And we've, mm -hmm. uh, up until this point, we've got two episodes in and we're, we're more than halfway through. And I've been kind of doing that same thing. I do that as well, where I completely forget like yeah. what's going on in a book. I, I remember those little tidbits and details, but like like the accelerated growth rate. I know the stuff like that's mentioned, the fact that dinosaurs, which even in that segment of the book, as I was rereading the second time, and I noticed before this whole thing happened, um, D Dr. Wu is like wishy-washy on the dinosaurs themselves. He like in one fa uh, one statement, he's like, yes, these are real dinosaurs. But then literally one minute later, he's like, they aren't real dinosaurs. And I'm like, Dr. Wu, what is going on? Do you even know what's yeah. happening? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, as far as like, what do I consider about the books? Like the books are the foundation, but they're mm -hmm. not, they don't really count towards anything. Like at this stage of the game, the movie is to me far more cornerstone than the book will ever be. Um, yeah. And well, yeah, I mean, I only say it, that because the, the movie has, the movie has saturated the market so much more than, than the book has uh, at mm -hmm. this point. Um, so I, you know, just when we talk, when we, when we're talking about things and it's like, Oh, well, you know, remember you have to factor in, this is how Hammond envisioned the book. It's like, I guess like how important <laughs> is the book at this point? Like, you know, yeah. um, look, the book is important for, um, fl flushing out the, the entire universe and like creating cool impact moments throughout the different stories yeah. that we're seeing on film and in TV. Um, so just to address like some of the things that, that we were bringing up, we were talking about the Indominus and like, when was it born? Right. So we were trying to factor and compare it to bumpy because, Visually on screen, they are telling us uh, via this this car, this animated show that Bumpy mm -hmm. uh, was was just basically grew up from infant, just hatched to um, yeah to the second season where it's it's much bigger to you know uh, a juvenile 
and that took a right. just like two two months it became that big to a juvenile almost adult sized dinosaur so we're kind of comparing that to the indominus and thinking well maybe the indominus was born like two months ago right maybe maybe that's what happened and it literally just grew up so jack was kind of explaining via his video that which is which is wrong based on official lore so i mean proven wrong right okay, there that's yeah, fine yeah, sure. i don't care about being proven wrong because honestly <laughs> like i don't i don't research our topics like at all ahead of time and i don't know yeah i don't know the i don't know the expanded lore probably as well as i should that's and it's not thing. readily yeah. i mean i don't know how hard do i i don't know that's the that's the problem that i see overall with um with kind of going back and forth between, well, let's add in the book as well, the book, the films, the TV show, anything else that that may be there. And then also right. the the viral stuff, the the backdoor, um, is Ronnie backdoor website or DPG. There's a lot of information there. And I think it, it, it does have like a little bit of a hierarchy. Like you were saying, like, I think what you see on film is the story, right? And I think they're telling us right now that TV is the same way, that these are all canonical elements. Um, so I think what you have to take it at face value that they're saying that these dinosaurs with via Bumpy grow up to be juveniles in about two to three months. So I'm taking that at face value when I think back to the Indominus and they're saying that there's an accelerated growth rate in there via the... Um, uh, cuttlefish gene or whatever. So yeah. that that's what's going on in my mind, right? I'm taking it at face value. So via the back door, Jack went into a, a, you know he his hacker mode and he uh, hacked into the back door of the Mizrani site, which you know they created and they had you know uh, put it in there that it was 2012, so about three years old by the time uh, Jurassic World came around in 2015, and as we know the it wasn't fully grown by that point, so. I don't know. Three years. What do you t what do you think about the fact that the Indominus was born in 2012, and then we see it at its height, I guess, in in 2015 at three years old? What do you think? Cool. I mean, like it does. <laughs> it, it's so fantastical and yeah. and sci fi y. Like I don't. Most animals grow to full size anyway within that amount of time, right? Like. I feel mm -hmm. like three years, three years, you don't even need to have, like, for me to believe that, you don't even have to introduce this idea of rapid aging, even at a slow, <laughs> like an earlier on rate, right? Yeah. You could just be yeah. like, oh, this animal's three years old. And I'd be like, yeah, cool. Believe it. You know, like. Exactly. There's, yeah. There's I nothing don't, yeah, in the animal know. kingdom that would stop me from believing that that was a three-year-old animal, <laughs> you know? That's my, my thing with the accelerated growth rate. Like if if you're gonna take a long time with the accelerate accelerated growth rate, like three years, like yeah, so you're you're instead you're boosting it just maybe like two to three more years than it than it would have, I don't know, like it like sure. I, that that's again just guessing timelines and stuff like that, um because we were talking about the Rex as well. I know you we were kind of like estimating and and Jack did look up the dates there as well i guess they yeah have some, we, some... i feel like we were close right like we were within a couple of years i think you said like six or seven years old the rex and you were you you did point out that like hey it doesn't matter like how old or how yeah. fast the rex grew but like he pointed out in his video it was 1988 that, that that's what they wrote so it was five years old uh by the time jurassic park came around um 
So okay. it's just an interesting date, I guess, as well. You know, if you wanted to, you know, I guess, and I guess that thing has accelerated growth. Uh, I, don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about real dinosaurs. Like that's, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. I don't know anything about real dinosaurs. Like I know, if it wasn't on the back of like the Kenner card, I'm out. Yeah. I so I don't know. My, my, my issue is with the accelerated growth rate taking about three years. Um, so back in 2012, they're saying to themselves, look, people, people aren't coming to our park anymore. They, they don't, they aren't invested in the dinosaurs as they well, used to a, be. Maybe, maybe they are still coming to the park. Right. But God. Yeah, but he said like he said like Jurassic World was still like really successful and at the height of popularity, and that's not at all what I got from any of the marketing. Now I know like when she's when Claire's in the helicopter with Miss Ronnie, she's kind of giving him the rundown, and it's everything seems fine. But like Trevorrow's whole thing in the beginning of that was kids don't care about dinosaurs anymore. We're gonna make dinosaurs because. I always got the impression it was because attendance was down, but he was saying like, that's not the case. So again, these are all things that know. like really don't matter. And I really, I kind of don't care about like, yeah, it's well, look, this know. is a podcast and this is, this is what we do. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> right. we parse out all of the details uh, that we, that we have here as much as we possibly can. Um, I, yeah, I guess my issue is with that timeline of, of three years not i can't take much issue with it because it's something they wrote and that they consider canon i guess um yeah but it it just to me that feels odd just because i'm not saying that i love the bumpy thing that i'm like i'm okay with them saying hey the indominus was also two to three months but it, it just the fact that like we have Owen being like the Indominus Rex. He's like no clue what this thing is. You know, he is just learning about this yeah. right now. But also, there's a, a they they created a big facility. He has no clue about this. Th- that that is that's like a an issue in my head of like how could this thing go unchecked for three years and and literally no word got got to to Owen. I mean, look, they can't even make Jurassic World Dominion without us finding out stuff. <laughs> These people live together. Like, yeah. Is that like, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if people have ever considered that, but these people live together on this island in a worker village somewhere. And that was going to be the case. That was going to be the case in 93. It's the case with Jurassic World. It's not feasible to travel back and forth from that island to the mainland every yeah. single day. So when people are living together like that, they tell secrets. Like, even if the Indominus Rex was top secret, someone knows about it. That's and it's gonna yeah. get leaked around and hearsay. And I don't, I don't know how you could work in and around the island. Like, granted, like it was way out there, but like you, you don't ever hear this thing um, when you're doing like that's your, fair, yeah. your like rounds out to the aviary or, um, yeah. you know, the, the guy, the guy who pulls the lever to feed the thing. He, he gets paid enough to keep this massive secret? Like, no. <laughs> we we have no. so much evidence of dinosaurs being heard across the park. It's like, come on. Like, that's a, that's a unique sound. Like, so, yeah, I, I just – I do struggle with these details of, like, trying to make everything work. <laughs> you know, like, that's yeah. my thing is, like, when we're doing a podcast, we're really trying to break down all of these details as best we can. And, of course, nothing we say is, you know – 
is the is the truth or how it, it exactly is but we're trying to break yeah. it down as best we can um but like yeah that that date just kind of is hard for me to grapple with i i think that like the shorter date would factor in better for like owen not knowing um getting these things to the showroom floor if, if they're if they're struggling with people caring about dinosaurs i'm not going to take three years literally in the book they make mention that like we need we need this accelerated growth rate because we have investors and because we have all this stuff so investors start mm -hmm. backing out they're, they're going to back out before three years is over like that's I don't know. That that's to me is like it's a struggle for that date. Now, whatever. It it's not a big deal, like you're saying. It's just one of those things that I'm like, really? Like that's how long it took. Um, well, if you're when an you're investor, introducing like, accelerated okay. growth rate. If you're if you're an investor in a traditional zoo, right? And it's mm -hmm. like, hey, um, these animals exist, so like we need you to have the zoo up and running in 12 months. Right. I feel like as an investor, that's like a reasonable expectation. But when you when you're invest, your investor knows what's going on. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, these animals don't exist. You have to make them like I would feel like an investor should go into that agreement knowing that time is this is a long this is a long con. This isn't like this is not a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, well, um, they're showing they're showing those people, you know, to to invest in, and help fund at the start of the movie. So. That also like kind of helps with the fact that like yo, what if this was just two to three months and and the, we just brought in these these people to help you know the Verizon wireless people you know to uh, to show them this two to three months later that 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 works for me. I'm not sure two to three year or however many years works. Um, but it doesn't matter because the official the official canon is oh, two no, no. three is three years. I, so I, like under, I understand that I, our job is to to break down what we see on what? on film and i it's just one of those things that like is troublesome to me and and that's you know that's what we do is break down what we see even if it's in the film between films which there's yeah. so many issues um which actually i don't even think i put it on the list but there was a whole conversation that i was thinking about talking about tonight but uh yeah that's kind of yeah we'll get to that another point um but uh look i know you you guys both agree that camp cretaceous um can be it's problematic, problematic sure. right so yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. can be issues there and colin is working on camp Cretaceous, you know and i say working I, I i don't know how much of a a job he's done on the show i mean it sounded like they worked hand in hand he's been a part of some live streams and different things kind of you know talking about it and promoting it every time a, a new season comes out so i don't know what his his true uh, excuse me involvement is but you know, I think he's there to do these things, like to parse out these details, right? To to help them understand what's what's accurate, what's but, not accurate. Then you know what would be kind of awesome, and like, I don't know what the budget. I mean, I could do this in Photoshop, I guess, but like, I would love an official interactive timeline on a web page, like, and it's just there, like Star Wars has, like Marvel has, like, yeah. Well, if. I, I get I get it. We have the Bizrani thing and we have the DPG and all that stuff. But like the lengths, the lengths, this was this was what I said after this. I do remember this clearly. Uh -huh. The 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 effort he put into that video is far more effort than I put into anything <laughs> we do on the wire. And I know spoilers you for everybody who listens, know, like, yeah. Yeah. I know you produce the show and I I'm like yelling. I know you produce the show and I know that like you know you're the one who like comes up with like the itinerary for the show 
Um, oh yeah, it takes but, me hours to do a lot of these things, but research, no, I don't. I don't really do a ton before we dive into things, you know. Yeah, like like that video was very well thought out. Far more thought out than I put into. Well, when I say that the T Rex is six years old, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> But look, you get things fairly close. It wasn't too far off, right? It was five years, so it's pretty close. Right, but um, I I get things fairly close without any, like, deep-seated, like, reading up on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it took me a millisecond to come up with six or seven years old, and it took him, like, a solid... 60 seconds to like hack into the system and get the real date like I'm, and that's no, the thing too, like too much what the too much time that takes way too much too time much for me time. we don't have that kind of time here on the show if i did it would be like this are you guys bored already oh, right i think we're bored yeah um <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> um that's the thing i i do agree i kind of wish that there was this timeline elements out there somewhere somewhere where you could go i i don't want to have to go at this point in time look when when the films are coming out i i love going to Maserati global to dpg to the back door to going to all these yeah. places to learn i love that i love that element mm -hmm. um yeah but but after the fact and and like canonically speaking to refer to things it, it's so much easier to just be like well here's the official timeline and that's the problem overall with jurassic world's website it's like there's not enough care or thought given to this website, um, to to the fandom, what people want to see. Um, there should honestly be articles on there every week. There should be new content on the website and a timeline, like an interactive timeline, like you're saying, where you know you can just drag your mouse over it, something pops up and it says, you know, it gives you a little bit more details to the events in that timeline. That would be fantastic and it would help because I don't want to have to go hack into a website and then go to DPG to sift through several articles of information to see what's going on and then to go wherever else, you know, on top of what I know about the films. Um, and of course, I don't want like yeah. details from the books the book that that has to be a separate timeline altogether. Like they're it's kind yeah, of like yeah, the legends, yeah. like the legend stuff from Star Wars, and then the canonical stuff from Star Wars. You need to parse that out as well. Um, so Jack, I hope you're taking notes uh, <laughs> on the kind of stuff that that we want to see as fans. Scrap, like, you know, scrap everything you guys are doing you, for yeah. Dominion. We Stop. just want a timeline. That's it. <laughs> and, One and website. This, the thing that I said in in our recording was. This all of this that we kind of discussed makes it convoluted and annoying. And he stopped the recording right there and he said it's not. And I I, I still disagree with that. I still think it is convoluted and annoying uh, for all the things we kind of said. But, and like when you're trying to parse out like, hey, where was this dinosaur bred? How was it bred? When was it bred? Who like who did it? Where was it? What island? What's going on? Like there's just too many details to kind of sift through to understand what is fact, what is fiction and and what is real and and of course like we with a show like camp cretaceous we have to rely on the constantly changing atmosphere of a, a television show um so you kind of have to you have for to wonder about too, that so like... yeah and but but it's for kids but it's at the same time they are saying it's canonical so it's like what do we believe and i know jack doesn't consider it canon which okay but i mean you kind of have does to he get if to you're considering does he get to decide that <laughs> Uh, for his own personal well-being, I guess. But in terms of, like, he's considering this backdoor stuff can canonical, so you have to consider the TV show, even if it is a little dimensional breaking with 
people riding dinosaurs and explosions and and whatnot. I you know I agree it is it you know it is out there in terms of what is on the screen, but um, you know that's the world of Jurassic World. Unfortunately, that's you know that's kind of what we have to get in line and be like, okay, this is real. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, I, 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 in my head, I, you know, I'm gonna say Jurassic World Live Tour is canonical to me, but like at the same time, I know that it's not. I know that it's not because Colin said it's soft canon, whatever that means. So I understand that it's not a not a real thing. But in my mind, I'm just like, please, can we make it real? Can we? Can I believe that it's real? But I know back there in, in the back of my brain, takes it's saying one no. Press release, you know. This is what I don't get. Star Wars does it really well. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like there's like one article that comes out in Vanity Fair and it's like, hey, this this is this that is in the canon of Star Wars. And that's it. Like everyone understands that. And I mean, yep. at least the fans. Yeah. I mean, a, 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 I'll say a layman. A layman doesn't really know or care either way. So what does it matter? What does it matter? This is this mm-hmm. all this one press release when when they announce like, oh, uh, Jurassic World Dominion is getting pushed to 2022 you know and jurassic world dominion is the next canonical you know feature film in the jurassic park saga right like it's so easy to do why not just do it that's pennies it's yeah i don't i guess honestly on deep inside universal they just aren't too fussed about it you know they don't care um colin may care uh you know other people like jack may care but in terms of universal saying like well we need to spend some money to get somebody to work on this thing you know it's just not gonna happen uh i don't think but um but i you know to me what i see you know on screen is is the best thing and i i wish we had that that um you know that official conversation the timeline the things that we knew because as a fandom people still are constantly like well Jurassic World the game's canon you know and I'm like nah, it's not though I mean you know like things like that it's just like yeah we're as a fandom we are confused you know me you whoever else jack you know he's I not considering the I game don't feel like I'm canon. confused I don't know I feel like I'm <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I'm confused about it. I do wish that like I wish things that weren't canon just weren't bothered with. Like you're spending Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. You know, like like why bother? Now, to this point, and I saw this was not on the list, a and we can briefly touch on this, I guess. A they came out the Jurassic World, uh the Fast and Furious like crossover or whatever like that. Can okay. you imagine? All right, yeah. Dude, the internet, the, the internet was like ablaze with this thing. And, and um, that, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Because I, yeah, I've got words about that. Let's talk. Go ahead. Just come out and be like, hey, we just want to do something fun. It's not canon, but all the designs from Jurassic World are there. We're gonna have Chris Pratt. This is an Elseworld <laughs> story. Like, do well, it. I don't Look, know, who cares? That sounds great. That's why I, I just love, don't want it to be canon. That's why I love like Marvel. It's like you understand what's canonical with Marvel, right? Like you get that. It's the films. And yeah. then, well, you sort of, eh, I, I, I got to take that back just slightly. Let me take it back. I know everybody's going to get on me because I said that. You know, we, we, we're still confused about like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't is not canon, right? But it, it was, but it's no. not. And then 
then the 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 Netflix stuff like it it is it was I don't know we know we have no clue at this point anymore. But now it's like all right, well Disney Plus we know it's canon. But I like that what they're doing on Disney Plus with the or what they're going to do with the show What If. It's like that's cool. Yeah. You know, like what if Fast and Furious met up with Jurassic World? That's pretty cool. Like if we ever got like a I mean, an animated series like that on on Peacock, how cool would that be to to see those things? Look, when that director, uh, I think it was Justin Lin. He was asked a question, right? He was asked a question, and he oh, gave Oh, yeah, us, this is totally he, an off-the-cut. He put he as gave, much thought into this question <laughs> as we put into this topic, all right? That's, he gave a silly answer. Like he gave a silly answer, and he's like, yeah, you know, you, you, you never know. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say no about it. But he's right. like, it's not, he knows it's not happening. It's not a thing that's happening. Right. And, and people were getting so I rate about it. And I'm like, well, just think for one second, this is obviously not happening. It's not. And if it no, happens, if this if was, it happens, I'll eat my words. And Jack, you can make a video. If this, about was, it. If this was going to happen. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like if Jurassic was going to cross into other things, Jurassic world would have been the perfect vehicle to launch universal monsters. Because okay. hmm. you had Jurassic World, you had the crazy scientists, you had the monster dinosaurs, and then you had Tom Cruise like I two, like three it. months later. Like, but you got what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they they already had their chance to <laughs> destroy this franchise. Yeah. So they didn't. And I appreciate that. Um, it's it's just all funny to me. Uh, like, I don't whatever, know. Like, just Yeah, it's all not that serious it, to me. Okay. And... Go ahead. No, like he, it was a silly question and a silly answer. And like, yeah. but like really, if they want to spend $300 million and they want to make a Fast and Furious Jurassic Park, like what if live action, like here's the thing, yeah. live action is the only justification for this anyway, because <laughs> I feel like with animation, it's too easy to do fantastical things. Like mm. live action for sure, some sure. reason makes all these things that much better because of the visual effects that like trick you into thinking that this is like really happening. Yeah, um, yeah like whatever go ahead and do it i mean after just be like it's soft cannon like it doesn't really matter you know um it would make a ton of money i would 100 percent go see that movie yeah oh you not know, it's because speaking... i want it to be with jurassic but just why not speaking of the the whole soft cannon thing i just um and you you mentioned like hey just come out and say what it is like that's my problem also yeah. I, I feel like there needs to be real a, like a strict guideline as far as what creators are saying about their work um when it comes to jurassic world live tour you know we were told time i was and time just gonna again, say this yeah, yeah yeah we were told time and time again that it was canon you know that's what as what they told us straight to our face we asked several times you know whether it was in new york or down in florida when we went to go see them and they're like yes this is canon we worked you know hand in hand with frank marshall with colin trevorrow to make this a canonical element and then literally like you know you know how it went soft like cannabis. two weeks later so yeah 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 that's that's what i need. i need like there needs to be like the style guide how how these dinosaurs are supposed to look there needs to be the guide that says you need to say this is not real or this is real you know there's no in between that's that's what it i i feel like we need that as a fandom to know what's real and what's not um i don't know i need and it. how hard again you have your timeline on this website and then you click another link that says Canon and it just shows you uh, two lists, Canon, not Canon. Mm -hmm. um, 
Because yeah, I don't you know. know. I mean, the thing is, we've been at a point where we didn't necessarily need that for so many years because it was just like you know three films came four, then it became five. And yeah. now, now we're at a point where, like, okay, you know, now we've we added a, a book into the mix with the evolution of Claire. Hey, we also did the live tour, but we, we we're not going to tell you what that is just yet. We, you know, we're doing the the exhibition. Like, what is that? How is that related related into it? Also, you know, in a different time too. Like, come come on, man. When you were a kid, did you get the Jurassic Park Nintendo game or the Jurassic Park PlayStation game or the Tiger Electronics game? Did you was there any question as to whether or not those were canonical with the movies that you saw? They had the logo, they had their McCreary art all over it, but like come on, there was really no, no question. They were not canonical, which was No. That's why it was a big deal when Telltale came out and was like, "Yeah, our game is a sequel to that was a huge deal mm-hmm. back then." And so just the 90s were a different time. You just didn't you assumed that yeah. nothing was canon. Kenner's exactly. not canon. Um Tiger's not canon, PlayStation's not canon, but we live in a Marvel world now. And so the audience that is coming up expects they expect they they expect the big grandiose things and Jurassic mm-hmm. is still trying to like have its cake and eat it too, like we're this nostalgic thing from the 90s but we also want to compete with Marvel and Star Wars on mm-hmm. a certain level and it's like you can't have both. Just yeah. you, are you one-off movies? Which I'm sorry, like one-off movies are. I shouldn't say one-off movies. Movies that are not movies that are sequels, but not universe building, are not interesting to me. You know, it's like the Jaws franchise. the The first one's interesting, and then the second one you rehash a character or two, but like no one really like thinks about those things. And I feel like Jurassic Park Three is kind of that way, like. To the layman, I don't think Jurassic Park 3 really holds any kind of, like, <laughs> nostalgia or well, or provenance, you know, to the actual franchise. L- let me let me bring into this this conversation that we – I even co- – I completely forgot to bring up w- when we started to record. But I, I did t- uh, find this, like, um, post on Reddit that was about, like, Alan's lecture in Jurassic Park 3. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's about confusion within – that movie and i guess that movie has that movie has a ton of problems that movie is problematic it's as problematic as camp cretaceous Um, well here here let me let me just read this this point here because i brought it up it said you know the student asks uh your theory on raptors is good and all but isn't this all all this conjecture kind of moot once the un and costa rica and everyone decides how to handle that second island scientists will just go in and look for themselves um so that's like why why are we focusing on this second island like i don't know there's this confusion that like oh is is jurassic park gone because that's like the outlook that like the books gave us and at the beginning of the lost world they're talking about how they like uh that the uh what did they call it i forget the wording that they used but like basically like the termination of like life or something it was like something like that about what's going on on nublar it's like hey we kind of got rid of all living things on nublar but of course that scene was cut from the lost world that that whole boardroom sequence um yeah so it's like it's like the world of jurassic park left us with this these two follow-up films that kind of those two follow-ups felt like that sorna was the only thing left at that point so 
it's kind of weird how oh, okay well now we've gone back and now you know nublar does exist and and but you can see this the evidence throughout jurassic park uh three and the lost world that like you know oh oh maybe things were gone <laughs> you know um yeah which is really interesting right like especially in those days they weren't writing these movies simultaneously so if that scene in the lost world was cut whoever was writing jurassic park 3 didn't didn't even need to take it into consideration you know um sure sure i mean the the problem lies in the <laughs> the, the problem lies in the book right like that there's there was no other reason to create the second island other than because Crichton destroys it in the first book which is why he creates the second island right so yeah. the movies don't even the movies don't even have to follow like they don't even have to follow that like there there's really no reason for Sorna to have existed in the movies because you're right at the end of Jurassic Park the the, the island is not destroyed Steven Spielberg could have told the same exact lost world story on Nublar. They could have been on a different part of Nublar. They could have been in the manufacturing yeah. zone of Nublar, right? Yeah. Like there was no really reason cool. that he went to Sorna <laughs> other than to, I guess, be respectful to the, to the source material, which is crazy because the movie's nothing like the book. So <laughs> yeah, but like, that, you know, in, in, in the lost world, the movie it's like John Hammond is giving this little evidence, like, thank God for site B, like, like Nublar has gone, you know, thank God we have this other Island yeah. over here to, to study these dinosaurs. So yeah, yeah. it's like the little pieces of evidence that like things are, are still not even very strict in the films. So that's why it's like at this point, w when we talk about canon elements, I I've kind of like abandoned like uh, a lot of care when it comes to like discussing the strict nature of things. But yeah, at the same too. time, I, at yeah. the same time, I like to I do like to question what we do see. You know, that's so that's I know this has been a big tangent, but like it kind of, you know played into what we were talking about canonically our, speaking our 40 but, minute uh, brief synopsis of the I know, re I know. of the reply video to last week's <laughs> or last month's wire um, i have no, yeah, again, I, mean, I have no issue with the reply video that's that's perfectly cool um, no i mean but, i have no problem being proven or shown wrong oh yeah yeah no exactly like and, and if there's details that like information I, would be great to have very quickly exactly but yeah how many days did it take jack you jack you got to make these videos faster literally as we're recording if you want to tune if you want to be part of the live the stream that we're doing right now to record it let me know next time we'll get you in you can correct us like you know when the like podcasts that have like the producer and is like um excuse me uh that's wrong <laughs> we no, need no, that no. Here's we the need thing. that person Here's the thing. that would take that would take like easily an extra like two hours okay we're already at 40 minutes so okay yeah yeah you're true what, that's true what should happen is is that we do this and then he should record a you, you got to make it quick because it's a retraction segment, uh -huh. right? Oh, okay. So you after, should have we'll him. It after, yeah. You should have him do a retraction segment that comes out the following Monday. <laughs> so like, so like we do the wire, and then the following month we can't let it, we can't let is, it sit that long and stew that long because all our listeners are like, you guys are wrong about this. <laughs> We're right. wrong yes. a lot of the times, but that's Dude, the fun of it. This is you know? not the podcast to come and get real Jurassic Park info like i've said that a million times this We're is lying not the well, all the time <laughs> the news the news should be taken as fact 
this should not. Mm. This is an opinion. This is two people yeah. hanging out talking about Jurassic. I, I do. I do set that up in the beginning of the show that this is all based on our own p- opinions and thoughts from what we see in and around the community. So. Right. Uh, thanks again to Jack for for uh, you know trying to hold us to our word and uh, uh, you know most of the time our feet to the fire yeah our feet to the fire and uh, I just I just question timelines and that's just my thing um, but you know what are you gonna do anyway let's move on to uh, something that you and Jack both consider problematic I I don't as much um, <laughs> but let's move on to Camp Cretaceous. All right, so I want to talk about Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous season three's trailer. Now, did you get a chance to watch it? I know we talked. No, I, think I we did talked watch about, this. Tra- I watched this trailer the other day because we talked about uh, this. I think we talked about the teaser last month or something like that, yeah. right? And you were like, I don't know if I saw it or whatever, but um, oops, that's not the right thing. But here is the uh, the teaser trailer. I'm just going to play this in the background. So do, you got a chance to uh, to check this out. What were your your thoughts on the teaser. I know you're kind of lukewarm on the project in general, as we just kind of discussed. I mean, and so what do you think about what you've, what you saw here in the, uh, the tra- the official trailer that kind of gives you a little story beats and stuff like that. I dig it. Like it's, it's cool. Like I'm, I'll watch this. Like I watched, I watched season two within a week of when it came out. So like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch this. Um, like I've got no problem. Again, my whole thing is like I'm just tired of the the hybrids, but um, this looks fun. This looks cool. This looks a little more. Uh, there are some like Lost World vibes in this, which is kind of neat. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm down. Like it looks looks fun. Yeah, I was. I think I this was... looks like the scariest of of the season so far, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely has a lot of like, you know, kind of jump scare moments in the in the trailer and uh, attack sequences, as you can see, as we're watching kind of through yeah. blue, blue, just like attacked like a, a vehicle. Um, but uh, there's a lot of really interesting details here. You see people uh, hang hang gliding a place mm-hmm. that that looks to at least resemble the visitor center. I've seen a lot of comparisons online, people doing side by sides and, and you know showcasing that it really does look like it's the inside. I know people are questioning whether it was the visitor center or not from Jurassic Park, but it looks like, you know, via, via what people were comparing that it, it is. But, um, and there's a lot, just like I said, a lot of really cool details. You're also getting kind of your first true glimpse uh, a little bit farther back than we've seen previously. I know previously there was, um, in the teaser, there was like a little glimpse the of the eye, eyeball right? with the fire, but now you're getting kind of, a. Uh, uh, a little bit farther back glimpse at the uh, E750 creature. I was trying to bring it up there on the screen. Oh, that is so big. Um, and it looks like, as far as I can see here, it's got an uh, orange eyeball. The creature itself looks very Indoraptor. Um, what, what are your, what's your takeaway from I mean, which I'm, what we're assuming here is E750? Does this thing feel small to you? Like smaller than the Indoraptor based on well, based I, on these shots they've given us, um, everything I've seen, uh, you know, when I when I saw the container in the room, the I, mm-hmm. I was like kind of analyzing how big is this room, how big is this container, how big is this dinosaur? <laughs> Again, going yeah. back to the the accelerated growth rate and all that stuff, who knows, you know? So 
it, it I mean, to me, yeah. it looks like it looks more like just a standard Velociraptor with black and spikes. Um, but okay, I don't. Um, I don't really want to say too much about it because, like, I don't. You don't know. I don't. Yeah, I. I don't know, and I feel like I feel like the step from Indominus to Indoraptor made sense, and so like I don't. I don't need this half step, but you know, just like I got. A, I had a PlayStation Four. And I got a PlayStation Five. I don't. I didn't need a PlayStation Four Pro, you know. Like I was, I was good without it. Um, you know. So what? A, what a nice comparison. Um, right. Yeah. So, so here we've got a shot in the trailer um, of this this location. So you you first look at this. What what are your thoughts? I mean, it feels. It's not the visitor center, is it? I mean it's supposed to evoke that, but I don't remember these square windows like this on the visitor center, unless I'm totally wrong. Uh, um, so a different doorway to the visitor center. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I don't see this. This looks like the visitor center from Jurassic world, not from Jurassic park, which, you know, we've, we've talked mm -hmm. about that before too. Um, so yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, it, I it feels like that building. I'm trying to bring up uh, pictures here. It's it's kind of hard to find on the fly, but there, like I was saying, there are pictures which, when I first saw this, I'm like, okay, this does not really look like the visitor center to me. I feel like those windows look a little off. Um, but I, yeah, I, I can't see the picture right here. But it's a picture of Alan and Ellie and all of them kind of huddled together right there as the Raptors are kind of cornering them, and the windows are fairly like you know spot on they do look just like that oh okay so right. uh here here's a here's um let's bring this up in the in the video it's not exactly what i wanted but um i mean fair, yeah if you can throw the, the image yeah, up, yeah. Just, let me um uh, try to see if i can open it open this up in a new tab here bring that out and away we go so oh, you're browsing I don't know what these oh, yeah. three, two, one, but yeah, you can see the windows there do look fairly yeah. similar. Um, so yeah, it's a, that's a funny detail that like, I never really paid attention to the inside of the windows. Uh, so I, no, I, I'm always thinking about the outside. I, I've, yeah, I've always seen the outside and what they look like. And I guess they look fairly similar on the outside, just like, you know, darker for some reason, I guess the tint, but, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool uh, to see these details and not really know what the windows look like. I'm sure there are a lot of people that like analyze the the blueprints and know the the inside and out, but it's just not a detail that I, I don't ever need a recognized. video about it. <laughs> but it looks fairly close. Um, yeah, it looks so cool. that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see what else we we see here. Um, oh, we get this shot here. What what are you, what are you taking uh, away from this? Uh, it's a it's a, uh, a shadowy silhouette of a dinosaur in a very fancy looking place. Oh, I wasn't even like concerned about the location, but yeah, you're <laughs> right. That's pretty cool. Um, no, I'm more like, I'm more stoked that if this doesn't feel like E750 based on the other image with the red eye. Um, but otherwise I'm excited that this is something new. Now I will say with the shadow, the shadow has fur, or feathers well let me um, let me get ahead of you real real quick because we have seen some toys um that are coming out pretty pretty hopefully yeah pretty yeah this looks like the toy that comes with uh kenji 
And yeah. um, and if you look at that, it is a Monolophosaurus that comes with Kenji, and that you know that silhouette is identical there. So, are they calling it a Monolophosaurus? Because that's a different that's a different head sculpt. So it's a different head sculpt than what we see what we've seen previously from Mattel. Yeah, that's that's for sure. But this one why, obviously yeah, has reference why. though. Yeah, I you know surely they're not going to be like, well, what did Mattel do? <laughs> Let's make what they made. Yeah, um, no, they so never do gonna, that, do they? Like no. these, these movies and stuff, they never, they, they never come up with their the own stuff and then exist. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, going back to the trailer though, so it looks, you know, it looks to be the same thing, right? So, yeah. what else we see? We got some shots of uh, some E seven fifty destruction looking stuff here. Uh, I do like this some some computer details with uh, Doctor Henry Wu um, doing some video logs, and you can see that container behind him. That should house. I don't know if it's housing it right that right then and there, but uh, the E750 container. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Any takeaway from from the videos? Do you think uh, anything comes from that? I mean, you're right. It looks like his thing. I just oh, just the blue and the white man. It's just it's heartbreaking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just it's just it's cool. You know, it's really frustrating because. Man, I would have killed to have this in a Jurassic Park Lost World era where you could have had Wu on in that lab in Jurassic Park 3. Like, it just, we're never going to get that again. And I feel like there was such missed opportunity in the 90s and early 2000s to play around on Sorna a little bit more than we did. And I shouldn't even say necessarily more than we did. Like, we had two movies about Sorna. But they were relatively the same. They were like the same premise. They were both rescue missions. Um, mm-hmm. They were both about just trekking across the island. Um, Jurassic Park 3 tried to inject a little bit more like, here's a building you've never seen before. But like, but looks very similar to a building you've seen before. Looks so very every- similar to a building you've seen People before. People are confused, um, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to talk about what this building was. It's just a building. Um Hey, but you, you see know. a lot of containers that look very reminiscent of the E750 container. So there's that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But this just feels like this is like in an underground bunker, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming I think, yeah, we I think know that, showed, right? Based on even yeah, season they, two. Based on season two, it's all like underground mm-hmm. bunkers. So Yeah, they've shown that. And yeah, it's just like this long string of tunnels and uh, E750 yeah. on the doorway. Um, we also have... Uh, which I, I love the before. hang gliding stuff. The man. hang gliders, yeah. So that's that's a really cool detail. When I saw that, I think there was like a clip that popped up on uh, or from Netflix that actually showcased like, hey, what's coming in May? And there was like a little sequence that it was like a little scene that showed like a overhead shot of like two uh, hang gliders, and I was like, that's awesome. And there was also like gondolas yeah. in the background. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, how cool well, is like what's going on here? Like getting different locations, you know. Well, and it's awesome because there's actual source material for this. This is borrowed from – this was a deleted mm-hmm. sequence out of The Lost World. There was going to be the – I believe they were going to do the – it was the motorcycle. Uh, it was like the motorcycle sequence was going to be in the, the worker village. They were going to, what, come to a cliff or something, and then they were all going to, like, pull these uh, rip cords and have wings, right? And – that's where you get the Ian Malcolm toy with the hang glider mm-hmm. because that was already in production when they thought that was going to be a thing. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's cool that like, I love when, I love when Jurassic world takes things that were 
rumored or um for or cut or from the books and like you know Mm -hmm. the motorcycle sequence in jurassic world there was a motorcycle sequence in the lost world book that like never saw the light of day we had a cool motorcycle shot in the lost world but not a not a sequence Mm. chasing raptors like there was in the lost world (laughs) book yeah so it's fun to see like them use real source material from yeah like this has been a scene that i like have known about for 20 years at this point you know (laughs) it's it's fun to finally see it yeah we got the return of the dimorphodons too i don't think we've seen them since uh yeah, I'm done with Jurassic that. World. So that's cool to, to see them. It looks mm-hmm. like they're they're going after the hang glider there. Yeah. Plus, I, I mentioned uh, I don't know if they're in this trailer, but they were. Oh, there's like a little shot right here of them kind of escaping into a gondola, which you know we we saw a lot of concept art back in around 2015 or, or a little bit later, mm-hmm. but like of like a gondola system on the island. So that's really cool that they're taking concept art that, for things that they may have used in Jurassic World and and you know repurposing it for this show. Yeah. Well, especially because in Jurassic World, you don't get for as much more of the amusement park that they show us. Yeah. We really don't see any rides except for <laughs> yeah, the just... gyrosphere and the SUV thing in the field with the galley. Oh, and you see the boats, too. Um, the, yeah, the, yeah. The kayaks. But, but th- three rides is not very sustainable for like a theme park and, uh, you know, as yeah. a, a zoo of this size or whatever. So, yeah, yeah you know, it, it I, I love that this show has explored a lot of new territory. And, uh, you know, as far as this trailer shows, it looks like there's a lot of different locations. And that was the problem I know, you know, a lot of us had with season two is it felt like it took place in like three locations, you know? Yeah. Uh, we yeah. get to see their oh here's more E750 looking kind of stuff. Um, there's yeah, a, it's a foot. good looking render for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a. It looks like they have a fence there, and Darius's hair is super long. So it looks, you know, it, it, as soon as I saw this, I was like, this looks fantastic. Like this looks great because after season two, I I enjoyed season two. But like initially, I was like, I was like, eh, I'm not sure. But as time went on, I've kind of appreciated it a lot more. So go um, go back to that shot of them looking down in the in the stairwell because this is what I'm talking about that. about wanting about wishing we had this stuff in the in the '90s era. Like I don't even know where uh, that was. I don't know if you can. Yeah, can you find it? Oh, here. Yeah, just like that is a very jurassic it, park like when ellie like opens up it the, is, but like the, the maintenance shed or whatever, or the, whatever i just that feel thing. like if this was like the jurassic park era they really would have played up the greens and the tropicalness and they don't do that in jurassic world like at all it's like the tropicalness mm-hmm. is lost because they insist on using this blue and gray like <laughs> scheme which is very like industrial and that was never I know the original logo in the book is blue, but like, look, now you're going to be referencing Spielberg, the, you're, you're going a little Spielberg overboard with all the book it. references now, you know, <laughs> I've read the books, um, but Spielberg changed it for a reason, right? It, visually, it's more appealing to go to a jungle. Can you imagine going to like animal kingdom or uh, oh, mm. what's the, the Polynesian and their colors being blue? That would be so weird. Like, <laughs> it's just not right. It makes sense. It makes sense. And and yeah, the vibe of, of Jurassic Park has always felt a little bit more comforting. So 
it's but, tropical it's yeah. yeah it's it's african you know the the font is based off of the african font mm-hmm. in like windows or something you know like it's yeah, yeah. but you mm-hmm. know the trailer was a lot of fun i had a lot of fun with the trailer um and there was a yeah, few trailer promo. Looks great there was a few promo images that uh, they sent our way, but like it was mostly just the kids kind of talking to each other. So it really wasn't a ton. Oh yeah, but we, uh, maybe we should bring this up. The fact that they've they've got a little boat that they've put together. And uh, in here, I know it's got a little Jurassic logo on there, but you got some waves coming their way. And uh, man, this looks like, I feel like it's like Moana for a second here. <laughs> and then for a TV uh, show, this is really nice looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've always appreciated the way it looks. Um, and then I, I saw there was a shot though that like, yeah, the, the sail's gone. Uh, it fl- flies away. So it looks like they're in a lot of trouble. And I love that. Like you could tell the time is going on because they've got like long cyber. He's got like a little beard and some like mustache going on. <laughs> yeah. Kenji, uh, Darius's hair was a bit longer. Everybody looks a little bit more like rustic for, for being there for so long. Um, so I, I do appreciate what they've, what they've done. So looks, looks like a lot of fun for everybody. Except for the girl on the right with the tropical shirt. That thing is uh-huh. way too clean. That's way too clean. <laughs> Like, I mean, Darius is wearing like a, a white shirt. It looks like in this in this shot, so <laughs> doesn't look too bad. It's got it's got some hey, holes or tears, but reflecting that oh, sun. That's pretty dirty. Smart, that's pretty smart kid reflecting look, that sun. They all look pretty dirty there. So I, I you know, give the animators some credit, I guess. <laughs> but uh, any final thoughts on uh, these trailer for season three? No, I'm excited to see it. I kind of. I'm kind of like surprised they showed the boat sequence, to be honest with you. Cause mm. I feel like that spoiled this entire, cause like we know they're not getting off this Island, right? Like at least not in the beginning of the season. Um, maybe that, maybe that's the end of the season. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something that, that uh, somewhat ties. Wait, 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 what do we got here? W six. N six A O five. What are the, oh, what you're are looking you, at those numbers. Those yeah, Looks like some, fi- some files uh, with some numbers and letters. <laughs> I feel like I feel like are if they... you move that window to the side, it would be like Wonder Woman, <laughs> The Flash, Aquaman, with like their logos <laughs> on it or something. I yeah, I love that that idea of like uh, no, it's just different dinosaurs. One dinosaur is like underwater. Another dinosaur is stealing something or trying to to help somebody in a convenience store. Another one is like in nineteen you know, 40 or 38 or something. Like right, that. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thinking. But yeah, I mean, it does kind of parallel E750, right? Like it looks like W6 something and six something. So maybe they're trials or I don't know, you know, something like that. Yeah. But uh, very cool. So season three is coming up on uh, May 21st. So not too far away. So I don't know, no, you know, what information, I don't know what kind of information we'll get ahead of that, but um yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what comes out. But um, let's move on to our next one, which is Jurassic World, the exhibition, which is uh, this is a, a big, a big deal, a big deal. Jurassic World, the exhibition uh, is coming back to the United States and it's going to be in in uh, Texas, in Dallas at mm-hmm. the Grandscape. 
uh, in the colony, whatever that place is. I think it's just like an, uh, a venue. Um, I believe that they're going to be setting this up in like their massive tent structure. It's like a big, you know, yeah. semi-permanent uh, tent structure that uh, will house this entire thing instead of putting it inside of a museum like they've done previously here in the States. So uh, this is interesting because I don't know if you were following along with like Instagram and, and maybe Twitter, but like, Mm -hmm. City City Neon, uh, the the company behind this, was kind of showcasing like, hey, this is how we pack up the show. This is how we move it. This is how we put it from city to city. And then like subtly putting in little details that like it's on the move to, you know, the West or something like that. And then they said it's coming to the U.S. And then like we're all like scrambling, like posting about this, putting it up on our website. And then like literally an hour later, it's like it's coming to Texas. And uh, we finally know that it's coming to Texas in a completely, like, new format. Like, it, I don't know if you've been following along. I think we've done a little bit of coverage on it here well, on the it Wire. Looks like the it looks like the China format. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like, it looks like the, the China one. Um, so, I mean, is that what you're talking about? Is that, like, or, like am I missing the point? Of, no, you're, of you're missing, you, you've got it. I mean, that's the thing is... This thing over here, it, it featured a different, a few different, uh, you know, stopping points to kind of, you know, get a look at uh, a few different dinosaurs. Of course, there was the T-Rex that was like the walking with dinosaurs repurposed T-Rex. Uh, but yeah. as you can see um, from a lot of the promo stuff and the, the image that I have on the video, um, this is a T-Rex from like, it's the same one from like Jurassic World live tour. So they've kind of worked with the same company Man, to I don't bring know, it out dude, here. Like, this this one feels like version 2.0. Like this one might be a little bit better than the live tour one. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, look, it could be purposefully different, you know, in terms of what it does um, and, and how they made it. And I'm sure they've upgraded, you know, the technology for, for these things since. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's super exciting to see this come to the, to the States again. Cause I, I, you know, with COVID and everything, uh, I've never really known when we would see this again. And I just figured our time was up. You know, we, we got it in Philly. We got it in Chicago. And then mm -hmm. that was it. You know, there were there was a time where it was going to be opened up into multiple different um, shows, where show experiences where like, hey, this thing could be in multiple cities all at once. But then that all kind of fell apart, I guess, mostly due to COVID there. So, um at least I don't know if there's they've still got that plan uh, in motion now that things are starting to come back. Um, but at least we have this one, you know, transporting from over there to over here. And uh, like I said, it's it's a, a fairly uh, new experience overall. I mean, some of the same stuff still lingers, but overall, there's so much new stuff. You've got like the Raptors in their containers with the headgear and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's super cool. You've got baby dinosaurs all over the place in this thing. Uh, the, the new T-Rex, I'm sure I'm missing a ton of things, but the big deal here and why I kind of prefaced it as, as it relating to our last topic of Camp Cretaceous is that they are bringing, they said they're bringing new baby dinosaurs, including Bumpy from the popular animated Netflix original series, Wrestle World Camp Cretaceous. So that is super awesome. I'm I'm reading straight from the press release here. So Bumpy. That's that's yeah. fantastic, dude. That's fantastic. That's cool. Like I I mean, I take for granted the fact that like I'm in my 30s watching Camp Cretaceous that like I'm sure there's <laughs> kids out there that think it's awesome, you know? Yeah. Like I'm looking at it like through a different lens, right? Like I'm looking at it through I look at Camp Cretaceous with a very like critiquing and yeah you know uh 
a lens of what does this do for me? Where as far as like like but like this is some kid, but Camp Cretaceous is some kids Jurassic, especially if their parents won't let them see the actual movies. Um, yeah, and, and look, so my, my son loves really the cool. my son loves the show, and he's constantly talking about like you know these different dinosaurs that he's seen in the show. And we, he loves Bumpy. He loves Bumpy so much. And he loves the characters. I, I can't tell you how many times he like talks about Darius or, or, or Brooklyn or he, like the other day, he's just like, we were watching and he's like looking at Kenji on the screen. And he's like, I want to be like Kenji. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. And he's like, I won't be tall like Kenji. I'm like, Oh, look at this. he's in love with the show. So this is an experience for kids. You know, this series is, is it, you know, something yeah. that kids should be tied to. So that's why, like, when we always sound ridiculous when we break things down so much. But um, but this is an right, experience right. that, like, kids will absolutely love. And that's why Bumpy's coming. Um, so I'm, I'm just so excited that this is coming back to the States. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, please, if you're going to go, be super safe. Be super yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, but – if you are on the fence about it and you know if you go please support you know these artists and and what they're trying to bring to the stage because i feel like this is these companies are are raring to earn their profits back right there's been a lot of lost money uh, over the last year and a half um so if you if you feel safe and you you know you know you can be safe you know i there's no, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want to enjoy this. This is awesome if you're in Texas. Yeah. Um, Universal. I'm reading through the ex, the uh, the press release here, and I found a part that says Universal Parks and Resorts President of Global Business Development, Michael Silver, said, "What excites us about Jurassic World: The Exhibition is the opportunity to give fans a real-world immersive experience based on the amazing adventures of the films and delivered." <laughs> to a location near to them. So I, I'm just wondering why is Universal Parks and Resorts president commenting on this? But you know what's really sad about that? We, the president of Universal Parks, are excited that fans can have an immersive experience. Now, where else <laughs> could they have an immersive experience that's yeah. nowhere near? Like, like, like it's because this puts the parks to shame. Like I've, I've said this on the podcast before, when this is done and over, this has to be a permanent thing at <laughs> Universal, right? Like it is shameful yeah. that that it this is so much better than than Universal Studios. Either one of them. We'll, we'll get you know? to that. We'll get to that in a little bit later in the show because there's there's been some major upgrades. Um, so, but that is interesting. I, I just mean, don't know why. Why is the Parks and Resorts person commenting on this? Uh, I have no idea. That's interesting to me. But um, yeah, you did mention safety. You know, to make sure to be safe. They do have. Yeah. Um, it does say operational and management teams uh, will continue to implement and enhance health and safety procedures. So they're they're basically following CDC guidelines and stuff like that. They have a, a bunch of information on their website. So you know, definitely be sure to check that out. Um, but uh, there's also like an AR uh portion of this so if you play jurassic world alive i know did you used to play that or do you still play it or anything no because data caps in canada are terrible oh, but man okay um that's cool um i'm not a huge ar fan um but i know that when done right it can be really 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 neat so um yeah i, it's I guess neat that they're bringing something else into this you know yeah, it says uh, you can like 
locate exclusive incubators, which, you know, you incubate your dinosaurs in the game to use them for yeah. different battles and stuff. So you can, it says you can snap a picture or take a video of a dinosaur using the game's AR feature, post them to social media, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool that they're getting that, you know, involved in the process there. Because initially... I, I saw it on social media that like Jurassic World Alive was posting about the exhibition coming to Texas. I was like, why? Why? Why are they posting about that? Like, who, what do you care? Oh, like but so are they a part of it then? Is it their developers? I guess everybody's working together. Like, it, it's pretty, pretty interesting that, you know, they're, they've been they're, this is see, this is what I'm talking about in terms of like what we need as fans is like this, this relationship between all these companies working yeah, hand in hand. The, yeah, and this is fantastic. Property, yeah. This is fantastic to see. Um, so yeah, I just love I love that they're working hand in hand to bring something new and and uh you know working to bring this this show or to make the show better and better every time. So that's that's pretty awesome. Right. So you know what that reminds and this is totally off topic, and maybe I told this story here, but like um, you know, one of the developers on uh star wars fallen order right is that what the game was the uh jedi yeah jedi fallen order jedi yeah, yeah, fallen yeah. Order, right okay so one of the audio files in there mentions a guy's name and the guy's name is one of the developer's dads who took him to see star wars when he was a kid and like had uh -huh. since passed away oh. and so like the developer was like super excited he's like i got to put my dad in canon in star wars like that's just really cool and like i mean this has nothing to do with with what, I, what we're talking about now but we're talking about developers and i like that story so i'm telling <laughs> that's awesome though uh, that's awesome so let me ask you this you saw it mm -hmm. in philly we, we saw it together do you feel yeah. like you missed out because because of how awesome this looks now like yeah, look of course 100 percent like but <laughs> Whenever you whenever you check out version 1.0 of anything, you're always gonna miss out. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. You know, we saw we saw a live tour before it came out, and like mm -hmm. I can't even imagine like what if that thing become. was allowed to keep going, and yeah. you know, if time were normal, I feel like the show would be even that much better by now. Yeah. You know, uh, you see this massive like projection or or rap or you know uh image here of like isla yep. nublar on the brachiosaurus like i don't think that was there that that's amazing and that's super cool i don't remember well, all this, this brachiosaur like, looks like the dress i mean it kind of looks like the jurassic world one it's closer than anything we've ever had before it looks pretty like, great yeah i i agree i think it's probably the same one that we saw you think um, so i think so but we didn't see stiggy dude like how cool is stiggy no we didn't see like, we didn't see the stiggy Moloch. no um the the labs look mostly the same i think there's some different um you know containers and things like that throughout the labs uh but yeah. baby baby dinosaurs all throughout this thing uh i i love that element in universal orlando how like they and and the other parks as well they have like baby raptors and stuff now but they've always had like yeah. babies like the triceratops and stuff like that the baby one and it's super cute that they like hold these things and that you know you, you know the how they work it and it's always super yeah. fun and interactive Puppets, yeah. yeah so i i love that they've they've added that element into these labs and stuff like that and then we got the raptors which I, maybe this is why it's so hand in hand is because they're maybe they're all working together with universal parks because this is going to be something that will probably be seeing uh, identically in the new Velocicoaster attraction in Orlando. Do you, do you, do you know this or do you think this? Um, 
I'm, I'm, we've seen it. It's in the trailer. Oh, we've for, seen yeah. it. Oh, so, okay. uh, we've at least seen one raptor. <laughs> so, assumingly, there there will be more. Um, because all four raptors are static, you know, statues in the attraction. So I would hope that the rest of these are in the queue. Just like this is like a queue you walk by these guys in the uh, the exhibition here. So this is this is like a huge thing for me with Jurassic is they invest because it's their marketing. They invest so much into Velociraptors and yeah. T-Rex like. I would just be as ecstatic. Like when I was a kid, I was actually fortunate enough to see the Triceratops. Uh, oh, were you? Veterinary thing. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I never saw that. That's awesome. It kind of goofy, but you know what? Like when yeah. you're in Jurassic Park, that's probably something you would see. You know, like I was, you would. I was thinking about that recently, and I know that Velocicoaster took over that spot. Um, but sure. That, yeah. It's so sad that, that they, they opted to close it instead of like. Instead of making it a long experience where you have to sit and listen to like a lecture from a guy, you know, like instead of doing that, just make it kind of like a quicker, you know, raptor encounter type experience where you just you go up and you stand there and take a picture with, you know, the Triceratops. That would have been super cool and effective and and kept a good flow of people through the park. So I'm always surprised. It was a they, super they got weird experience. The way I remember it as a kid was you waited in line, but you didn't have to like sit and listen. It wasn't like a show. It was just a this guy talked about this triceratops and he probably had like a 20 minute speech on it. Mm -hmm. And you would just, he probably just said the same things over and over, like every 10, 15 minutes, you could stay as long as you wanted. Um, there was Hammond was a character. He would come in and like talk to the vet, check in on his dinosaur. Um, but it wasn't like, I don't think there was ever like a situation where they forced you to leave like this right? The exhibition, they're going to kind of want you to shuffle through. And I would imagine with, with social distancing precautions, when we were there, we were like, nah, let's hang back. Right. Yeah. But I guarantee yeah, we, we now stood there it's for like, like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee now they're going to like, you're going to be in that room and they're not going to let anybody else in that room until they clear, you know, they, they like yeah. clear the room, right. That's probably, that's so, probably accurate. I don't know, but um, yeah, who knows? Oh, come on, man. Like now. Do, all the social distancing, touching things like, you're not going to be sticking your hand. Remember we stuck our hands in like fake poop or something. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah, not that's, happening. That, I would not do that anymore. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. But that, no. that, you know, that was like, even back then I was like, eh, this is like, I don't know if I want to do this, but I'm going to do it. But now, you now I'm like, kids. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like, all right, guys, look, you got sticky, you got bumpy, you got all this cool stuff. We had a big pile of poop that we stuck our hands in. All right. So, Take we that. had Packy Rhino. We had Packy Rhinosaurus, which was kind of cool. Yeah, where is I that? Guess, like, did they I just guess, take that away? I don't know. I'm assuming that's not there. I I can't say officially. I don't know. I haven't watched like a a walkthrough video or anything recently. But um, there is a, a Stegosaurus still there. It looks like um, Gyrosphere cool. sign. They've got a Gyrosphere in there. Uh, so that's super cool. And then obviously the T Rex. Um, oh, it it looks, looks so good. Yeah, it looks so good. This whole experience is is really awesome. I'm super excited to see it come back. Uh, tickets are on sale now. I'm I'm assuming there's still stuff available. Um, but yeah, it man the Indominus always looked really cool. I loved that thing at the show. It was, yeah. it was so fluid and so good looking. Like that was awesome. Mm -hmm. was but. Really uh, but yeah, so check out their website. I'll, I'll try to provide the links and stuff like that in the um, in the show notes. But 
Very excited. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll ever go out to Texas to experience it, but hopefully it um, hopefully it makes a few stops along the way while it's over. I here. think we're about once we come out of COVID and once we start ramping into the new movie, I think we're about to get inundated with all this stuff again. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of movement from Feld entertainment who produced a live tour we've seen movement from them in terms of other shows and and casting yeah. for other shows so hopefully there if there's no reason that they're they're making those that they can't continue jurassic so um hopefully one day we get all these experiences back but uh, i think that probably wraps it up for the uh for the exhibition but uh, it's very exciting that's about that so yeah, i don't have anything else to say about it Let's move on to uh, some quick topics here. Uh, first off, I just want to stop over into Universal Orlando. So they they popped uh, they popped the T Rex back into the uh, the land there. So mm-hmm. did you did you get a glimpse of this this T Rex uh, photo op? Yeah, no. You t- you titled this like oh T Rex coloring. Um, I'm assuming you're meaning it's off, right? Like is that, well, that what was... you're after? That was what I I wanted to bring up just to get your thoughts. Um, when I saw this getting shared around uh, in the theme park community that I'm I'm heavily involved in, mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Dude, this is awesome! So glad to have this back! It's fantastic." In the Jurassic com- community, the Jurassic side of things, everybody's like, "Yo, what's going on with that color?" <laughs> so, do you have any thoughts or feelings on uh, uh, the color of this T Rex? Just I know it's silly, but do you have any thoughts or feelings on on the photo like opportunity? The color of the, this. Yeah, I feel like the color of this T Rex matches at least one shot in the original movie because that T Rex <laughs> I feel like changes colors uh, a sure. few times just based fair. on lighting. That's fair. That um, is very fair. And and maybe me, there's maybe there's a lot of HDR on this. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, whatever that thing is in the middle of Instagram that you you blast up to make your your images look semi semi cool. Uh, maybe. But <laughs> to me, the biggest sin of this entire thing has always been this Jeep. Like uh, the you, yeah the explorer there it's or yeah the explorer you could not be more off on the red like they had literally they just had to choose <laughs> it's purple red paint. In, in this in the in the the yeah. park yeah red paint that was it there's they were so close on the rest of it like who did this burgundy purple like who made this decision what reference did they look at like it's terrible. Um, other than that, like the Rex, I I would have to see. I have my picture with the original one when I was probably twelve. Uh, probably the same trip. I'm talking about the Triceratops encounter. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean this. We're so protective over this T Rex in this fandom. It's yeah, it's I've kind seen. Of, it's kind of obnoxious <laughs> when there's I know, there's I know. four other there's four other T Rexes. Look, there's four other T Rexes in the franchise, right? There's so there's Rexy, then there's the two adults in the yeah, yeah, you're right. One okay, and okay. So there's four T Rexes total, right? No, 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 no. And, there's there's three. There's four four total, right? No, no. There's yeah, four total. Wait, there's Rexy. There's the baby. There's the two adults, and then there's the, the one the, in JP three. Adults, adults, not the baby, not the baby, not the baby. Oh, not the baby. Well, there's, five including a baby. Okay, fine. Four <laughs> adults though, right? They're sure, all sure. different colors. They're all different colors, and we know that John Hammond, based on the mural, wanted to have more than one T Rex in Jurassic Park. So, like, this doesn't have to be Rexy. This, this is getting be... so deep, and I hate it. <laughs> we know, uh, we know. Look, we know from the mural that is in the shot in Jurassic in the Lost World when Nick Van Owens on the phone 
right? We see multiple T-Rexes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we know that the we know that the one <laughs> T-Rex in Jurassic Park was not intended to be the only one. Yeah, yeah. Also in the book, there's a baby T-Rex, a juvenile in in the thing. So like to me, this doesn't have to be Rexy. This doesn't have to be the T-Rex from the Jurassic Park movie. This can just be a T-Rex. Like yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, like, look, here, here's how I look at it. Okay. So I've, like I said, I've seen the comparison images, the, the contrasting of all of the, the looks at T- this T-Rex that we've seen, um, because it's supposed to be evoking that, that, uh, Rexy imagery, but, I don't care how this looks. I gotta be honest. I just as long don't as it's not care. like as long as it's like not like crazy off. I feel like like I said. I feel like I can think of the Gallimimus scene. I feel like he might be similar in tone. Um, the it goes back like you're saying. It changes throughout the film. Like it looks lighter there. It looks darker at night. It looks so. It's all over the yeah. place. Now, surely, yeah. surely there are features like the eyeball and stuff like around there. It's certainly not as dark and the, you know, overall, it, it does look a bit more tan or, or brown than or lighter brown than than what we see in the film. But the way I look at it is this is a T-Rex against a, uh, an explorer that's not got the uh, the appropriate color scheme in a in a section that is Jurassic Park. Also Jurassic World with blue, with a terrible looking Ultrasaurus, with all, like, there's too many problems within one land to worry about what this Rex looks like. <laughs> That's the way I see it. You, you nailed it. There are too <laughs> many problems to really even care. <laughs> it's all wrong yeah, anyway. Yeah. Why are we focused on this? Uh, that's you know that's the attitude I feel like we need in general. There's <laughs> too many just, problems to care. <laughs> it's... It's the Jurassic Park mantra. Too many that's, problems to care. That's anytime anybody asks me about anything Jurassic related. There's too many problems. I just don't care anymore. That's it. Um, yeah, that's so. That's, oh my gosh, that's so that, funny. That's how it looks. And also, yeah, like literally inside the ride, that's like pretty much right near this. The T Rex looks completely different than this one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what what are we what are we talking about here? What are we doing? What are we doing? So once again, we can't because it looks totally different. We can assume that there's more T, there's more than one T Rex in the Universal Orlando Jurassic Park. Are you telling me there was more than one T Rex on Isla Nublar? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Do we have to re- wouldn't that research? Be, wouldn't that be awesome. No, Dude, there's I mean, not because because Hammond says we clock the T Rex at thirty <laughs> miles an hour. The yeah, there's yeah. only one. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> Whatever, whatever with the T-Rex, it looks fine. Um, I do want to go over to um, Universal Hollywood. Uh, we do have an update here to Jurassic World The Ride, uh, which is, I think, a pretty good update, dude. I, I, I don't know if you've checked out the video. Actually, let me go over to this video here. It's actually a comparison video where you get to see the new and the old. Um, this oh, is yeah. From, yeah, this is from Inside Universal. So um, just going through the ride here. This The beginning portion, let me skip ahead just a little bit. This is all mostly the same. Um, so if you, if you didn't realize, the park had been closed for Universal Hollywood had been closed since like COVID hit, really. It was open for a little bit, and then it closed down, and then it's been closed for like over a year, I believe. And uh, it opened up again in April, and... Finally, people got to go on Jurassic World a ride again, and there were updates. There were updates. We we were kind of told via press release and stuff like that that, you know, 
Uh, the new Indominus Rex is super fluid. It's amazing. It's all this cool stuff. So we were kind of like, is it going to be new? I mean, it was there already. The Indominus was there, right? Like, yeah. what's new? What? Why is it new? What do you mean? What are you guys talking about? But there's a lot of new stuff here. Um, so actually starting like in the middle portion of the attraction, uh, they updated. You know how there's, uh, if for anybody who's been on the ride, there's a Raptor pen, which is, this is a Jurassic World ride, but sure, it's the Raptor pen from the original movie. Um, and they've kind of retitled this area Predator Cove. And the, the, the cove had right next to the Raptor pen uh, the Indominus paddock, which is broken out, and uh, it's destroyed this whole area. This, the walls are scratched and super bloody. It's actually fairly, like, gory of a location. Uh, previously, <laughs> there were, like, dead pteranodons and... Uh, stuff like that all over the place, just being a bloody mess. It was it was just kind of grotesque. Like it was like, what is going on here with the theming? There were just crates all over the place and just dead yeah. birds lying all over. Uh, but the new version actually kind of rethemed this area to be a little a little more family friendly. I mean, it's still got blood splatter and stuff like that. Uh, they introduced uh, a gyrosphere lookout point. A ra- uh, no, I'm sorry, gyrosphere raptor lookout point. So, like, what is that? I don't know. It's a point where <laughs> you you drive your gyrosphere up and then look at, at a, a raptor pen, which you clearly can't see any raptors. Can you imagine so. <laughs> being in your gyrosphere? Look how point sounds like to me like a cliffside area. Can you imagine oh. being in your gyrosphere and you're, like, rolling right up to the edge and you're like, how far can I tip this thing <laughs> to look down into the, <laughs> the lookout yeah. valley? It's I mean, it sounds like a fun idea, but like they, I think they they've done their best here with updating this, and I do prefer this new version. Um, you know, sensically, it doesn't. What was the, what was the phrase that I came up with before? Uh, it just doesn't matter or whatever. Um, but uh, have I, we I talked do... have we talked about what would a raptor encounter really look like in 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 universe? Like, have we ever talked about what you would want that to be? No, I, I feel like think... I've talked about it. But I don't know because what would that be? Any any instance we've seen of like somebody coming up to a raptor pen or anything like that has been, you know, very scary and intimidating and always met with like some sort of like near attack or something like that. So it's yeah. kind of a tough thing to do. You know, it's kind of a tough. Well, in Jurassic Park, or... I'm, I'm assuming it's just kind of like another paddock like all the others. But yeah. like in my head canon right i would love to see like think of like a shark tank but like above ground and so like you the people are walking through like glass tunnels through like a jungle and there's just raptors you know a pack of raptors like everywhere right like that's pretty awesome it's kind of like it'd be like humans i guess like in a hamster cage like hamster tunnels (laughs) but like walking through the jungle and maybe like they deck it out with like some uh because they're from asia for the most part right um maybe they deck it out with like some old temples oh, raptors, or something. you mean like, oh okay yeah, yeah yeah raptors maybe they deck it out with some like kind of like how animal kingdom decks out like their stuff with yeah like thematic yeah there's area. always Not, yeah there's always like a temple or something like that like uh you know yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 anyway yeah, I, I love that total that's, side tangent that's fantastic i mean that would be much better than rolling your gyrosphere up to the same level as the raptor pen which is somehow the raptor pen's actually higher than the lookout point but 
Anyway, I do appreciate yeah. the update here. I, I love that the compies that that kind of like have you know for years have always been like fighting over something yeah. are there. Like they're they're fighting over a hat. Um, they're back. Uh, and yeah, you've got a gyrosphere which I don't believe was on the attraction previously. A new sign here for for the lookout point. Um, and uh, let's see here, Predator Cove still pretty torn up. Man, that old version just ugly just not good it's just it's uh, just lame there's like some sort of map there and like a display case that looks like it's destroyed oh no that's the the glass i guess from the gyrosphere um but that's pretty cool i mean i i appreciate the update there for predator cove so uh it's, there's some tv differences and stuff which i'm like why, why is this is weird this is a weird update they they took away one tv and the surrounding cases that encapsulate these tv i'm confused about that but okay um but once we get a little bit deeper yeah. in there's the t-rex kingdom over here inside the attraction which is just before the point where you go up the the uh ramp into the show building and there's a nice yeah. little surprise right here previously this was not here but there is an indominus rex head that pops through and it's pretty that, awesome yeah, that's cool. fantastic fantastic so i don't know if like if like they swapped out the indominus like if this was like up top before because up top it was a very simple you know just it was, it was surrounded by like shrubbery and stuff like that you really only got a glimpse of like the front the head of the the indominus up top well, in the previous yeah and we'll it's see probably, that. It's, it, it yeah. probably this one was ready to go so i don't yeah but i don't know if they would like transport if that is like feasible for them to yeah. do but but um, it it's it's very cool to see an indominus down here um you know peeking its head through but uh we make our way up to the top portion that's very cool i do like that a lot um inside you get uh dilophosaurus you get blue uh was more stagnant i guess in the old version blue walks around all over the maybe maybe it was more stagnant i don't really know maybe that was just the the walk through or the ride through but man, dude, I, I'm I don't know if you've you've seen this Indominus, um, and and I know no, you were kind of the first time. This is really cool. You you were kind of like talking down to the parks earlier in regards to Jurassic World the exhibition, but I gotta say this 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 animatronic here, I don't know officially or anything like that, but this has to be one of the biggest and most impressive animatronics in any theme park anywhere. And I'm not, I don't think I'm overstating that. I think that, I think that's pretty accurate description here. It is it's, massive. It's, it is, it is huge. So it is over top of you, like, which seems unsafe, but like it fights there right next to the T-Rex as a T-Rex comes out over the waterfall, same as it used to. And just you, you fall down the waterfall like you used to, but Dude, how impressive is that animatronic? It's, it is, it's, it is so impressive. It is it so, makes me so incredibly sad that it's based off of some fake dinosaur. <laughs> like, I man, love, I wish this. I love was... the Indominus, like the look of the Indominus. The, the I just love that creature so much. Um, you know, yeah, sure, it's not real, but but I just I still love what it is. The only and thing, the how only it thing looks. that could make. The only thing that could make this any better is on the other side, put the Spinosaurus. Just go nuts. It's not accurate anyway. <laughs> yeah, like Just what it, I, I've always crazy. said, what is this moment in the film? It's not in the film ever at all. So it's just his own thing. Um, but 
it's cool. It's 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 amazing. And I think this this update here really excel like really propels this to being a very good attraction. Um do you do you have any take on the updates and how how you feel about it? I know we haven't written this either of us. We never wrote any version of the the Jurassic World. The Jurassic World ride. Yeah. yeah. So um, I mean again for me it's just it's just this sadness of the fact that it's not jurassic park (laughs) anymore Uh um which i know is totally stupid like i don't know i'm 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 not against jurassic world i just it it just bums me out that like this this ride was never this cool (laughs) you know what i'm saying like disney always was the king of dinosaur rides like that dinosaur ride at, at animal kingdom is Second to none. I'd still would probably argue that it's probably even better than this one still. Oh, but like, no, that's easily better than this, right? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, sure. I think this in, this animatronic is the most impressive one that we have anywhere. Yeah. But I, I do think that attraction is overall better than this one. Kind of, <clears throat> kind of weird that like <clears throat> they're cashing in because the Indominus is done. It was, Mm-hmm. is jurassic world that seminal of a film that like the indominus rex is a bigger deal than like carnotaurus because i feel like personally like taste wise i feel like putting a carnotaurus in here doesn't necessarily like date this mo- date this ride you know what i'm saying like does that make sense yo no that that, that definitely makes sense because like it, 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 everything is centered around one moment in time. Uh, and that, that yeah. is, that revolves around a lot of things. I mean, we've talked about that plenty, but like the live tour, like, uh, you know, when this, you're on uh, this ride, you're in 2015, you're in 2015, right? Like if you made this a Carnotaurus, this could have been any, any time yeah. in, in history, I guess, even though the part, I, this doesn't fit in with, this is not canonical. So, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah this is not whatsoever canonical but um i just think and i saw somebody i'm sorry i do not know who tweeted it out but um i think it was over in the theme park community somebody had said that this room this moment here and this attraction is one of the most impressive scenes in any theme park ride ever and I, I think I, I would probably agree. I, again, I have not written it, but just judging by what we see here, the size of the room, the scope of the room, uh, the, yeah. the scope of these animatronic figures, Blue walking right there, the Dilophosaur, there's there's so much going on here. Plus that drop, it, it's the thrill of this entire moment is is near unbeatable. Um, but, you know, in terms of the full scope of the ride, yeah, sure, other rides are more thrilling maybe, but... Um, How many herbivores have been, like, sacrificed to make this ride? Like, do we still have, like, the Stegosaurus and the... Yeah, they're still there. They're the still there. Protoceratops or whatever it was. Protoceratus, uh, like... No, I don't... I don't... Actually, they kind of skip over it in this portion, but outside of the... Uh, yeah, outside of the uh, Mosasaur area is still the Stegosaurs, but I don't think anything else. Uh, uh, um, also, the um, Parasaurolophus are still there, I believe. Okay. So... Yeah, uh, yeah. There's definitely um, a big difference between the rides, but um, weird. It is a weird downgrade on these TV monitors. Um, for sure. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on with those TV. Like, I feel like did did they just not finish the TVs this time around? It's like weird, like visible speakers versus like you know a self-contained unit on the other ones. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Why is there th- and the I don't know. I have no idea. But um, 
but I do appreciate this. And I, I felt when this ride came out back in whenever this came out, I don't, I don't remember at this point. Um, <laughs> Free COVID. Uh, yeah. Whenever that was 19 years ago, um, it, it felt unfinished, right? It felt like it wasn't done. And yeah. now, now it feels legit. It feels like this is what we should have gotten at, at the start. And I'm well, super they told impressed. us that it wasn't, they told, they told us in the beginning that that was not a finished ride. Why? Well, yeah, but why, why do it? Why release it? Just finish it. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but not um, money, man. Yeah. Just, they had to get it out at that moment, but uh, luckily they did, you know, luckily they did because they had plenty of time to finish it uh, when all is said and done. So I think this is yeah. impressive. I very, very much think this is a very good attraction and, and honestly better than Jurassic Park, the ride. Um, so there's that. Probably. Silence, silence. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's I 100% better just because there's so many iffy moments in the first, in the Jurassic Park iteration. Sure, the color's better in the old one and some fun moments in the old one, but I just think overall this is pretty, pretty. <laughs> you know, like impressive. the ultrasaur that like maybe the head nope. gets to the top of the arc. I very much dislike <sighs> that. That's one of my least favorite moments in any attraction ever. <laughs> and probably one of the worst animatronics I've ever seen. So at least they've upgraded to one of the best ever. So this gives me a lot of hope for what we're going to see in Beijing. Um, with a mm-hmm. an attraction that's more like Dinosaur the Ride with the vehicle that mo- moves and stuff like that. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what they've got up their sleeves out there. So very cool, very cool. And I, I, I just love the updates. So let's move on to our next topic here, which is Mattel. So Mattel, gotta talk uh, about Mattel. big deal here, big deal. And I, I want to get your thoughts. I've talked about this a little bit on live streams and stuff like that, but the Jurassic World Legacy Collection T-Rex Escape Pack finally coming home sometime soon. It seems like in June. Um, at least Leah Smith. Uh, not for me. Okay. All right. Well, for you, you're a little different out there in Canada, I guess. But in terms of uh, Smith's website, which is a UK uh, distributor here for for toys, but uh, they have it listed on their website, and we we've got a good inkling that it's going to be coming to the next uh beyond the gates here pretty soon so um it could it could simultaneously come out in the states here in at target and um here on smith's website in june so hopefully like this is in hand yeah it's amazing this is the one right this is it yeah this is amazing what do you think this is dude this is i get this i sell all my other t-rex action figures that i've accumulated because this one's awesome um the car it you know a little off but god lead man not by much like um, nothing it really darn good for i think toy. the wheels the wheels maybe just don't have the wording on them but like everything else is pretty the, the coloring it's way better than universal orlando's explorer <laughs> nailed that yeah um, this t-rex looks great uh man this is awesome this is something that like I would get this on eBay. Like I would pay a premium for this thing. This thing's awesome. I'm like you said, we're, if you think this is what the behind the gates thing is going to be next. Uh, I, I got you, you know, covered. You're, I got you're you. on I got assignment, you. but you got to find me one of these things. <laughs> I got you covered. Um, so yeah, this is awesome. I mean, it comes with the Explorer. It comes with the T-Rex. It comes with Tim with, you know, night vision goggles and everything. So mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's fantastic. It's not just like, hey, we're giving you one thing. We're giving you all of these things. It's going to be a little pricey. It'll probably be about like 50 bucks here in the States or something like that. But um, yeah. it's got that breakaway roof, which is really cool. Um, I'm excited to see what Tim really looks like in some some high-quality photos without the the mask thing, the uh, goggles. Yeah. But um, I think it looks pretty spot on, you know, as far as what we've seen so far. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think there's a shot somewhere around here with him without the the goggles, but it's like far away and you can't really make it out or something. I forget where it is. Oh, dude, it's so One good. I want it so bad. It, it is it is pretty impressive. And I think like I, I've always kind of said just to be patient. Um, I know everybody wants wanted to really rush Mattel into to, to releasing this, you know, years ago. But um, I, I assumed that this would hit with dominion and i think timeline wise it would have been hitting with dominion mm -hmm. but uh mm -hmm. you know dominion's not there but the toy is so i think uh i think they just said you know what we're just going to continue as planned and release this you know when we would have released it anyway so um yeah so it's it's impressive it looks amazing and uh i am so excited man dude i need i want like four of these things <laughs> I know. Like I, I just wish we had because, a. Full... You know, because here's the thing, I know we only see the two in the movie, mm -hmm. but based mm -hmm. on that mural in that shot from the Lost World, we know that there's more than two of these cards, right? Yeah, we know I, I... there's like an arsenal of them. <laughs> I just want the full complex. Like I want like the underground garage that stores like multiple of like so many of these, but only like two jeeps for some reason. Because John Hammond, obviously, because he doesn't know what he's doing, and. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, obviously we all need two of these, but do we need two Tims and two, two T-Rex and, you know, how uh, we're all getting two of these. Let's not get around here. We need two, at least two, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to have at least two. I, again, I feel like this is something that I get one and then I probably give the T-Rex and Tim to like my nephew or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a, I'm actually pre, I'm getting to the point where I think Mattel is making it for me the way I collect. It's time to start. It's time to start thinning out the mass and start yep. like, you know, like I don't need 20 Raptors. I would actually like five or six Raptors that are actually the same color scheme. And then like a hmm. Raptor squad. Um, okay. I would like just two or three Tyrannosaurs that are this one, this, this, uh, this style, not necessarily this color, but like, although I do want this color. Um, but this this model, um, like not not the green one that they came out with or or something. No, like that. I have but the yeah. green one. I'm just saying, like whatever this this skew of this, like with the the jaws that open both ways. Like I have the I have the thrash and throw, but like that thing looks like a snake with its like bottom hinged jaw and stuff. Um, this I've been yeah. vocal about this on this podcast. This is my favorite of the T Rex toys out of all of them, even though it's the smallest one. Um, this is by far my favorite model. I think it's the closest looking to the T-Rexes we have in the movies. Um, I think it's the closest in scale. The only thing that's disappointing is when you put it up next to like a Spinosaurus or the Indominus. Like it's really, it gets really dwarfed by them. Speaking um, speaking of the, the Spinosaur, which I know, you know, you have, right? The new one and mm -hmm. I have, it's here in the States now. So that's, you know, I know a lot I of mean, people were that's worried. Great. It's, it's here. So it's, uh, you know. It's fantastic, yeah. I really feel like when you when you look at all the toys that have come out, what's been the one that like 
just you eventually just never could get. And I feel like the answer is probably that first Spinosaurus. Everything else has been ev- inevitably obtainable, right? Uh, for the most couple part, of the attack packs, yeah, there, yeah. There's the been a few packs, right? a few smaller things that I've never been able to find or anything track down at all. Um, and I'm not really all that hardcore about like really like I'm gonna get it from like another country. I know a lot of people do, but mm-hmm. every now and then I will. But um, yeah, but uh, I I do feel yeah we we've been very lucky here to be able to get so much great stuff and uh, and yeah and. Uh, Beyond the Gates has has certainly been a help recently, and it seems like it's going to be a help coming up here. So, um, I, yeah, bring it down the page here. I just want to check out real quick because uh, coming Wednesday, 519, you've got one exclusive item from the Legacy Collection. And That's got to be it, right? This collection, yeah, this is from the Jurassic World Legacy Collection. So, um, okay. I, I'm going to say I'm going to be safe in assuming that that's what that is. Um, and I know at the at the end of this uh, latest Beyond the Gates video, Chris had mentioned that like coming next month is something I'm very very excited about from Jurassic Park. So um, yeah, I think that's that's what that is. So that's you know, cool, man. And and it should um, you know within the next month, you know after May uh, May nineteenth when that one debuts, you know it'll be around uh, or available around the same time as this june 1st to june 8th date uh that smith's is promising there or expecting so yeah. so that's cool but uh speaking of beyond the gates uh do you see the the most recent release is these four raptors <laughs> the raptor squad <laughs> four pack uh, what, what are your thoughts on that real quick before we move on any thoughts on the raptor pack uh i know you just talked about uh you you want you want to collect the raptor pack is this the one you know no no <sighs> You know how we're always saying that, like, there's so, you know how we were saying earlier, always saying, we were saying earlier, there's so many problems that we just don't care anymore. <laughs> I actually need to do the research. I'm, I need to look at, I need a, <laughs> I need a page that shows me all the Raptor Squad skews. Like the different iterations of the same yeah, dinosaurs. I wanna, yeah, I want to collect one Raptor Squad. <sighs> I feel like I have a Raptor Squad, but like, cause like, this doesn't look like them, does it? Really. No, I mean this. I, uh, I this is Delta, and uh, you know that's not. I mean that I don't know what this is, and then this is Echo here, uh, which is Delta is like this. I don't even know what color that is, like a light blue or something in this or yeah, mint it's so or something. Off. And um, then Echo is a, a just a dark red in this uh, in this squad here, and then Charlie it seems about right, and blues you know, seems about right. But uh, everything else yeah. is like, what's going on there? And these, but you know, it is a squad and it was the, the latest one. And uh, you know, it's not very exciting. Not very exciting. I, I really do want to go through. I do. I have a whole closet full of these metal toys, like legit a closet full of yep. them. So yep. I need to go through, I need to, I need to figure out like how many of these species I really want if i were to do like toy photography um and i need to start thinning out the insane amount of raptors um that bear no resemblance to anything we've ever seen on film um you know just so let me give a shout out to um if i can find the person who made this of course it's not on the image um 
But uh, if you if you search on the Jurassic World, or I'm sorry, it might be on Paddock Nine or something like that. Somebody has actually been creating full, um, basically like posters of of collecting guides. So it's got everything from every collection so far, all the different toys, and they've packaged them. They've like collected them into different you know uh, quadrants, so you can kind of check them off. There's a little checkbox areas yeah. so you can check off which ones you've gotten and uh i wish i knew the person's name but uh they've done a wonderful job creating uh all the lines the fallen kingdom dino rivals uh primal attack am i missing anything and then dino escape now so it's really exciting to have like some sort of guide to say like oh i guess i've missed out on all of these different dinosaurs so i'll try to find the link and put those in the the show notes if i can um but yeah i'm looking here at collect jurassics like instagram and i i am so behind like I, and which is probably a good thing like that i've not been super into it but like i'm seeing things like i gotta have the baby brachiosaur right like got to gotta oh have, yeah like, of course of course two or three of those um i don't have my tiger raptor which i know you were saying is not great but like i still want one it's my favorite raptor so i feel like i i really want one um dude this new mosasaurus i would i you gonna get another? I'm th- I think I might get rid of my old one. I think I might sell okay. my old one and get this one. It's fair. That's fair. It's fair. Because I, I mean, never, I never liked how much the tail just like stuck up in the air, like a. Okay. Um, yeah, like it is a National is. Geographic animal. Um, <laughs> but like, I if this one's got like a tail that kind of it still bends up, but it looks like it goes back out. Like I feel like this is a stronger representation. I think I- I think it has some movement to it. Yeah, I don't know um, yeah. how much, but um, okay. I did find the the person who are the the images for the other ones here. So this is uh, let me scroll to the end if I can. This is taking a while. A lot of clicks. Sorry. Um, I I'm looking at Dino I, Mike. You're looking for that. Go ahead. I believe it's Dino Mike uh, created this, and it's fantastic. It's it's even got that new Mosasaurus on there. And yeah, there's so there's there's like two to three different like maybe joints or something. I don't know what the movement is on there, and it looks like a darker blue. Yeah, um, and it looks it looks fantastic. It looks really cool. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't I don't maybe I wouldn't get rid of my other. I don't know. It, I'm running out of space because once you put this thing together, it doesn't come apart, so it's really kind of hard to store. But like. Yeah. I even pulled out my super colossal. I pulled it out of a closet the other day to be like, all right, I'm going to put this on Facebook marketplace. And like, I looked at it and I'm like, ah, it's cool. I don't want to get rid of it, you know? Um, but I'm running out of space and eventually I'm going to have to make some decisions because this is going to go on forever. <laughs> it's we're, so, we're getting what we wanted. Um, yeah. I've got the, I've got the image here uh, or the Instagram from Dino Mike Mac. So here are some, um, some of the images here of the collections that you can, you know, here's like the legacy collection. It's got all the characters, the dinos, dinos, the vehicles. So it's, it looks like, you know, nice officially created material, like, like it would be from Mattel, but uh, it's just from Dino <laughs> Mike Mac here. And it's, it's pretty awesome. It's, it, it's a nice little guide to keep, uh, keep track. So I, I might have to like print these all out and put them on my wall or something. <laughs> 
Dude, there's so much. This Aranosaurus, man. Oh, I really oh, want it. So, so good, man. That, I want here's this the thing. black Cryolophosaurus. Like, it's so and good. It's actually not black. It's 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 a dark blue, and it, it's it's pretty blue. Um, a lot of people ha- have it. Some I I don't know where it's coming from. I forget where it's coming from, but um, it's in a lot of people's hands, and it's not black, uh, unfortunately. But it still does look really really cool. Um, I'm real. Is this a a new ankylosaurus that has the bumpy paint scheme? It is. Uh, is it bumpy? Is it supposed to be bumpy? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's definitely bumpy. Yeah. Oh okay. Um. Uh. Yes. It says ankylosaurus bumpy right there. So. Um. Next to the Aranosaurus, oh, man. God, I want super, it. Okay. super cool. What's that blue thing above Aranosaurus? It looks terrible. <laughs> Allosaurus. <laughs> Why so, do they yeah, keep I messing know. up the Allosaurus toys? Uh, They're always bad. I, I I know that was one that uh, a lot of people weren't happy with with the Battle of Big Rock edition, but um, yeah, it's it's an interesting looking one. I think they even changed the sculpt on this thing just a tad, but uh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. So oh, man, that Aranosaurus looks so good. I gotta have it. But uh, one of the best, actually, I like this Missyacosaurus thing, which is like it looks like a monster, but like it looks really cool. I like that. Um, but uh, one of the best things that's coming is uh, which you can see on, <coughs> excuse me, on the video is the human packs that are going to be coming our way, and you can find some some great images actually from Collect Jurassic, who has. Uh, I'm just going to f- showcase his page here um, because. <laughs> They've got everything there. So there's the, which we talked about earlier in regards to the Camp Cretaceous trailer, but you've got uh, a Monolophosaurus redesign here with Kenji on like some sort of scooter. Fantastic. I'm so, so happy, dude, to be getting more humans. Uh, are you excited? I know, you, like we talked about earlier, you're a little lukewarm on the series. So um, are you excited about the humans, though? Yeah, I'll get these. I just, again, like this, I'm bummed that they're not live action humans because i don't feel like so the animated stuff with star wars i felt like at least could kind of fit with the other live action like action figures these don't feel like they fit well like style wise darius feels like he he mostly fits i mean it's not it's not perfect uh one-to-one with like say Maisie, um but Mm -hmm. this 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 kenji looks very animated it does look much more animated than i feel like um darius looks for some reason Let's go. I think there is a Darius here. So Darius, you know, you can see he's not it's not too bad. He doesn't look as animated, but uh, still a little bit more animated than the live action characters that we see from the, the previous toys. So Darius right. comes with with a baby Bumpy and which is weird. Why does it come with him and not? Uh, I guess because Bumpy comes in the other pack, but uh, he comes with the Gallimimus. That's cool. Um, we also have Ben with a shield and like a a spear or something and it comes with a, a different bumpy uh kind of like the the little bumpy not the not the the juvenile you know bigger bumpy but uh yeah. mid-sized bumpy so that's cool a little different looking than previous bumpy iterations um no that's the mosasaurus uh let's see there's more we've got yaz mina and uh blue and some copies and something in her hand she's got something gold in her hand there so t-rex p <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it is uh you know alone on an island you got to do what you got to do i guess but uh I, yeah she looks great i think she looks pretty you know um 
on par with a lot of the humans from the previous line. So everything looks pretty good. I'm I'm digging these these packs here. I think that was it. Um, oh, that's just a trailer. Um, but yeah, I love I love that they're including more humans. Hopefully, we get the rest of them. Sammy and uh, and Brooklyn. I think that's it. I would love I like, like a Doctor Wu or something. There's a Camp Cretaceous Velociraptor that I've missed out on. It's like orange with brown stripes. Like I I don't have that one. I would like to get because it kind of looks like the tiger stripe raptors. Um in a different pose. Um, I might actually be kind of down on his list quite a bit. Oh, okay. At this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, I really want that baby Brachiosaur. Really want that baby <laughs> Brachiosaur. I, I feel like overall I've, I've kind of been a little underwhelmed recently um, in terms of releases. I, you know, I, I've been going to the store a lot and just like not seeing a whole bunch of stuff. And I know, I know it's been like pretty well distributed here in the States, but like for some reason they're just not coming to my place. And I, I also have no clue. It's kind of like we were talking about with like canonical elements. I'm like, I don't know where to find these things. Who has what these days, what is actually out right now? Um, you know, in, in, in light of even, uh, beyond the gates coming around, which should make things more helpful. I'm still kind of, confused as far as like where everything is recently so i've been a little like underwhelmed overall and haven't been able to track down everything but i think in in the future there's a lot of really cool stuff coming uh the car caradontosaurus looks fun yeah, like that thing's really cool yeah i like it's got capture gear uh the t-rex there is a t-rex with capture gear which it looks fantastic um stomp and escape t-rex so yeah uh, I know some people actually have their hands on that already. So, really, yeah. So this this looks a lot of fun. I I do say that uh, you know I've been underwhelmed by Primal Attack, but I think this looks fun so far. And with those extra humans, I'm really pumped. But um, yeah, see, I'm to the point where like that so many of the models are recycled that mm. it's like if if it doesn't represent something from a film like paint wise, I'm like it's like an easy pass at this point. Um, yeah, I can you know, see that. like Baryonyx, I'm not getting another Baryonyx. I have like, I have so many of them at this point. Like they, I know, I just, I don't know what they could do to get me to buy another one. You know what I'm saying? Um, I actually, and it's the same. I, I passed on Baryonyx Grim initially. Um, I was like, I, I said the same thing that you said. I was like, I don't need another one. I have so many already. And, and then once I saw season two, I was like, you know what? I kind of need a Baryonyx Grim. <laughs> so I, um, I actually found it this, and I got it again. So I'm looking at the Ceretosaurus. The Ceretosaurus, I know you do not like no, that animal. No, but no. this is this one's actually worse than the original. Like <laughs> this this one looks like the Mattel one. Or and I'm sorry, the Mattel the, the has, original Mattel has, one bro. I like. This looks like the Hasbro. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here with this paint job, but I'm not digging that at all. Nope. It looks really cartoony. Maybe Very... that's what it is. Does it look like the one from the cartoon? No. Is it a Camp Cretaceous line one? I mean, maybe it's packaged that way. I don't know. But it doesn't it doesn't look like the one from the show. Okay. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, a, it's but... a Dino Escape. I'm looking at it here. It's Dino Escape, but it has Darius on the cover. Yeah. Um, okay. Did yeah, you I hunt know. down... Did you get Nedry in a Jeep at all? Nope. I've I've kind of been like... 
against it. Uh, maybe if I do see it in stores, maybe I'll reconsidering buy it. I could see myself going that way, but like I've been just like kind of down on things recently yeah. with like I was saying with Mattel. So I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe if I see it, I'll I'll, I'll maybe pick it up. But I have not yeah, gotten it fair. yet. That's fair. But yeah, I think that's probably it. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff. Uh, but I think definitely people should go check out Dino Mike Mac over on Instagram. Um, I you know I came yeah. across it uh, on Paddock Nine as well. If you're a, a follower over there on Facebook, it's a it's a Facebook group. But um, yeah, these are pretty awesome uh, little guides. So so check those out. But I think that probably about wraps up. Our yeah, we don't tell too much more about Mattel. Yeah, so. This is I, I think this is our final topic here for the main segment. Of course, like I said, there is a spoiler conversation at the very end of the show. It's going to be short probably, but I want to get your thoughts on an article here posted from Jurassic Outpost. So this is um, Hammond. They posted this this article. Uh, Jack posted independent writers pitch John Hammond prequel story. So he says just a team of independent writers have, you know, uh, worked with concept artists to create some imagery. There's a synopsis here for a John Hammond series. And uh, really, there's some images, also like toy photography that's kind of blended with some other stuff. It looks pretty cool. Um, But really, there's no information as far as like where this came from or who, how, what, why, what, you know, I don't really know anything. There's no source or anything like that. It's just a team of writers have written something. Um, and it does say Hammond is designed to be a limited series, starting with the titular character working as a poor performer in early 1950s Petticoat Lane with his suitcase flea circus and ending with him setting out to gather a group of scientists, two children and one unwanted lawyer to give them an adventure. They'd never forget bringing back dinosaurs from extinction was no easy task. And Hammond chronicles the blood, sweat, tears and determination it took to do so. So, uh, what are your thoughts uh, on this potentially being a thing? I don't really know what the potential is here. There's no indication. It just says that people have made have thought of an idea. <laughs> so I don't really know you're what's watching, going on. If you're listening to the podcast, I've just spent the last entire time he's been reading this confused, <laughs> saying no. Uh, my facial expressions are disinterest. Um, I I didn't see because I was looking at the articles, so I didn't even see your faces. Oh, oh no! Oh, watch the video, Brad. Watch the. I, dude, I don't know. I look. I'm in. I'm in the Jurassic chats. I'm in the Reddit's. I'm in the Facebook groups. You guys all see something in Hammond that I just don't see. Okay. I don't think Hammond is interesting. Before the first movie, like he's. It, all right, movie Hammond. Uh, he runs a flea circus, which he admits is a con. So he's a con artist in the movies in his early days. Um, the only major issues we know of in Jurassic Park before the movie are there's problems with the raptors escaping uh, constantly. And we have to assume that the first guy we see in the movie that dies is not the first one that dies from the raptors, but like there's been a few others. Um, and the raptors are a problem, but like overall Jurassic Park, aside from the raptors, is it's running pretty good. Um, I have no, in- I just have no, I don't think Hammond is interesting before dinosaurs. Um, and we, yeah, 
we see Hammond at the precipice of when dinosaurs escape. I I don't I just don't I don't know why this would be interesting. Like I don't want to see Hammond with zoo animals. That's that's just old man goes to the zoo. That's not <laughs> Jurassic Park. We, we bought a zoo um, Hammond edition. Yeah. See, that's here's the thing. I've whenever I've talked about prequels or spinoffs and maybe we've had me and you have had this conversation several times i because mm-hmm. i talk about it all the time i've been saying this for years that i would love to see a hammond's uh hammond prequel and i've you know i've i've pitched this on the podcast i am not one of the, the two writers or whoever who have pitched this some in some place but um but this is something i've said on the podcast multiple times that like i would love to see this but at the end of the day, I always come to the conclusion that like, but who would really want to see this? It would be, you know, a, a, a bunch of people on Twitter, like you said, Reddit in the chats in the group chats. But the general public, I just don't think would care enough about Hammond. Uh, this is something series. that the fans, I think, think they want. And it's going to be just as. I don't know, man. Like, he's not Vader, all right? Like, he's not Anakin, <laughs> all right? It's John oh. Hammond. Like, at the best, he's a friendly old man. At his worst, he's a con man. He's not an interesting character to carry a series. Now, if a series I would watch with a younger Hammond, I'd be interested in a Muldoon series that takes place when he is brought on to new bar to basically get it under control. That's something sure. I would watch him, him basically establishing the dino trackers or the ACU. Like that is something that I am all on board for. Um, so yeah, here's some, some dude, I don't know who that is as a potential John Hammond, I guess at his wildlife preserve. Uh, this is, but, uh, this is some fan fiction thing that got press on I I don't, yeah, that's the thing. I just don't understand where or how, like what this is. Um, And it's, it's an, it's an obvious idea. Like, you know, I didn't think I was like making this up myself when I've said it on the show before, but um, yeah, it's just like, it kind of writes itself. You know, you've got the flea circus, you've got like on the screen here, we've got a, he, he had a mini elephant. So you can do something, some, right? something yeah. about that. Like it was in the book. Yeah. Um, and I would actually be very interested in the parallels between the wildlife preserve because he, and, and that's where like, you know, uh, Muldoon got his start, right. You know, down here, that would be cool. Or maybe not as stark, but um, they work together on this. I, uh, I would love to see that, you know, but um, what you've, you've just what you have described here is a two minute synopsis like this is the two minute teaser at the beginning of a great Muldoon series like you you can cover all of this you don't need yeah I don't know the people people act like he's like this like like the boys or something like he could carry a series but no I I I think I think there could be a valuable series here. Um, so we are in complete disagreement there. But like, I just I just think for outside of myself and a lot of other people within the fandom, I just don't like. I just don't think like, you know, m- my my grandma tuning into like, you know, Peacock or wherever this would end up airing. 
if even if it is a miniseries or or I don't know what it eventually turns into, but like I just don't think that the general audience would like care enough to be like, oh, let me watch this. Um, and especially because it, I think this this series as a series or TV show, whatever miniseries, I think it ha- it faces a lot of issues like that, like people yeah. not caring enough about Hammond, uh, being labeled potentially being labeled a Jurassic Park thing which inherently means I need to see dinosaurs. And when you don't see dinosaurs Mm -hmm. or you don't see enough dinosaurs, there's a huge disappointment there. You know, like I know this concept uh, art or whatever the toy imagery, because there's this stuff that we see is like, there's Owen toy. There's a Muldoon toy. There's like a, you know, uh, whatever, a mercenary toy working on setting up the park. Um, So it's like kind of crude, but like, there's a, I think this is, I don't know if this is a toy. It looks like artwork of like a T-Rex at the T-Rex paddock, which, you know, like you just said, I would love to see that stuff. But I feel like if you were to create a Hammond series, anything set within Jurassic Park, I feel like would bookend either the episodes or the series as a whole. Because I, I don't think you can do too much with present day Jurassic Park Hammond. You know, we don't have Sir Richard Attenborough. He's, he's he's been dead for a few years so he's no longer with us but like digitally sure you can do that i don't know if his estate has signed off on any any kind of details like you know letting them use his likeness like that but um i hope i would hope not Um, it just seems tricky you know like it seems tricky to have any kind of present day hammond um and then of course you could re you know recast the younger hammond that's no no problem there but um, you, you also got to recast like a Muldoon. You got to figure out that. Um, uh, there's a lot of work involved in making this go right. Like you said, he's a con man. And like, how interesting is it to, to, to see this stuff? I don't know. Um, but I, I look, I would be interested. Don't get me wrong. I would really love to see it. Please, whoever these two people are, pitch it, make it work, do it. But I just don't know I, what the investment, I, like what the payoff is for Universal. At best, like if you merge what I want to see, which is this building of Jurassic Park, and you, at best, I could see the history of Hammond being good for flashback stuff. Like, oh, he's breaking a he's breaking some moral that he like learned the lesson about in previous, and maybe you get like a quick like stint. But I, I don't know. People think so, Hammond's really interesting. I don't think Hammond is like interesting at all. Like, you know, Hammond is, is, um, I never have. he's, he's more of a villainous kind of guy, right? In the novel, uh, yeah. so many book references tonight. Um, but, um, do you see if they were to make this series, would he be, you know, a more of a villainous guy, not necessarily villainous, but like maybe like a breaking bad where you're like, you sympathize with the main character, even though he's doing bad things or something like, is that kind of what you would see here with him? How um, look at this image you're showing. How could he not come across as the villain in this show? Look at, look at that image of him conning children. Like <laughs> Hammond, yeah, Hammond know. was not a great guy book or movie um, in his past. So, and that's his whole thing with Jurassic Park. I wanted to make something they could see and touch. Something that was real, you know? And yeah. I just feel like his his scams of the 1930s and 40s, like, who cares? Like, really, Brad, they're going to do an episode and you're going to see him running a flea circus? Does that sound – does that sound like really something you want to watch? I don't – like – Yes. I mean, I <laughs> – 
crazy, I, dude. I want to see the early days of Hammond. And I think like talking about like where he came from, how he became, you know, uh, a, a, a rich guy, I guess. And how he, how he figured it all out and how he got to that point is, is enticing to me. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I just don't know if that all, all that in between is very exciting or not. Uh, but I, I'm definitely interested in learning about that. I do feel like a Hammond story is, is more meant for a novel. I don't really think it's visually all that exciting per se. Um, yeah, maybe, um, I'm just trying to think of like, I know we've had this conversation. I know a lot of people disagree. I know a lot of people would uh, would disagree with me in the sense that like they want to see a prequel to Jurassic Park somehow. But I think Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park is the prequel to all the other movies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, what? Well, I in think- Star Wars, okay, I want the prequel to Vader. Okay, you get him as a young child. Like, <laughs> like, can can anybody really walk out of that movie, like out of episode one, and go, man, I really want the prequel to like. I mean, I I guess I guess Qui Gon. Like, I just how far back oh, do you yeah. go before it's not interesting? And <laughs> well, that's, I feel that's like what, this for Jurassic. It's really simple. It's before Jurassic Park. Star Wars is 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 currently experimenting with that. Um, with the whole, you know, I can't even remember what it's called. I, I started reading the book and then I stopped, so I don't even know. But there's an era, you know, hundreds of years before that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I actually, I'm actually very interested in the whole like. Qui-Gon stories and stuff like that, like pre that, uh, pre Phantom Menace and stuff like that. But I, I see, I, that's the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. I, I like, I, I enjoy things that don't necessarily have a ton of action, but like I'm easier to please in that sense. Like I don't need this but to be a dinosaur Wars, show. Maybe Star Wars is a bad, is a bad thing, right? Is a bad example because Th- those are, are always... fantastical, you know, it's about yeah, people has... with lightsabers and things. This is about a normal dude that made some money, invested in things, and became, I guess, a doctor. And I think the interesting part could be if there's a like a Lockwood portion of this, how he met him, how they started and, and created this park. That's interesting to me. I would be interested in a series, even though it's been proven not true, I would be interested in a series of creating the California park. Like creating oh, the dinosaurs yeah. in that in the basement of that mansion, and having things go very wrong in the California park. That would be cool to me. The San Diego, you know, thing that could be fun. That um, could be fun. like there's yeah there's like an untold maybe there's an untold story that like they did bring dinosaurs out there and something bad. That's happened a Hammond. There. That's a Hammond prequel that involves dinosaurs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't like you said it, when you well, label this as a Jurassic now Park thing, and made. there's no dinosaurs. Like, nah. I mean, look, they're they're pitching dinosaurs via these images, so at least one image here has a dinosaur. So, I don't know. Like, I just think it's troublesome because you can't. I don't. I don't think you could plausibly make that. Um, I don't know. I I remember watching Westworld um, and and. Uh, What's his name? I, I I blank on his name every time, but uh, the uh, Hannibal guy. What's his name? He's in that show. Um, I don't know. Haas, 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 uh, Haas, what's his name? Oh, man, I'm blanking on it. Anyway, old dude, and he's in Thor, and they did a flashback to like when he was younger. And I remember watching that and being like, oh, that's the point where I was like, 
I would love a, a Hammond prequel series. Um, but um, I think it's possible. I just think it's too much, too many problems to work out to solve in order to make it happen. Um, it just doesn't seem very feasible. But it, uh, it, I, I think of like, I think of like people wanting a prequel to Superman, right? And so you get things like Smallville and Smallville pushes the lines of like, how do you get Superman's villains in that show with Clark yeah, Kent yeah. as a teenager? And that went on for 10 years because they managed, they managed to make Clark Kent still interesting because he still has powers. He's on earth. Right. But then there was a prequel show on sci-fi called like Krypton here. Kryptonians are not interesting on Krypton. They have no powers. They <laughs> are just regular people. And sure. that show got canned. So like learn a lesson from that. Like this was about Superman's grandfather. Aside from maybe creating Brainiac is Superman's grandfather. Is he interesting? I never tuned into the show. I couldn't tell you because Kryptonians without powers isn't interesting to me. And I'm a huge Superman fan. So what do I yeah. know? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy like just personal stories and I would, I would like to get to the heart of the character, but I just, you know, we've said it many times already. He, he's not necessarily the greatest guy and uh, it, it could be tough to watch. And I think there's too many inherent issues. And, and a lot of the stories I would like to see are just when y you would have to visually see the Hammond that, you know, from Jurassic park, because it wouldn't change all that much, you know, in the timeline that I would want to see, like him with Hammond, uh, with with Lockwood. I'd like to see what happened there with Maisie and the fallout with Lockwood, stuff like that. But you know, we're talking like if it does get made, like miniseries or or whatever seasons, season three yeah. or something like that. You know, like season one yeah. could be the flea circus era. Season two could be the biological preserve era, and then uh, season three could be the Jurassic Park Lockwood era or something, you know, the start of that. Well, I'll know? tune in for season three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look, I think it's interesting. I just don't think it's ultimately a great idea for universal to invest in a property where I don't know if anybody outside the fandom would care. Right. Yeah. Um, this feels very much like I listen to a lot of kind of funny content and Gary Whitta will every once in a while talk about his, his pitch ideas and like it just sounds to me like when you want to pitch an idea from an old franchise you kind of just do something like this like you make a you make a fake trailer you make a, um you come up with a new synopsis uh, a, a new twist on how you would do it um it seems like that's what this is mm -hmm. so from what i can gather from this this has no backing from universal this sounds to me like someone is preparing a pitch to go to universal uh, yep that's kind of the vibe i was getting from the article it sounds so like it, this is no more real than you and me writing fan fiction at this point like i'm not like trying to disparage it but like it just it's not real so like it's weird that it's being reported on especially on the outpost like mm -hmm. it, it because there's no real sources is this just like people involved at outpost have this cool idea they want to do so they reported it on it so that like it could get some traction. That's like with I, I, fans I or something. I'm not sure who, if it is anybody there or, you know, chaos theorem or somewhere else like that um, or a team like that. Um, I think it does sound to me like either 
it was an idea that was pitched and not necessarily loved or thought of too highly, uh, or they're getting prepared to pitch and they wanted to create create hype. Either way, I think it was an uh, uh, an idea to create traction. You see this a lot, where like a story will leak out, and it's it mm-hmm. almost almost a lot of times it's like the studio themselves leaking out a story to maybe see what the uh, what the audience is like. Are they lukewarm? Are they very hyped? Do they want to see but something a little different? Thing. When the story came out that Henry Cavill was not going to renew his contract, the internet collectively lost its mind yeah. that Henry Cavill wasn't going to be Superman. Is the internet collectively losing its mind that there might be a John Hammond prequel well, story? Like, Yeah, that's, no. what I, that's what I feel like. It's like testing the waters, and I don't know. I mean... You look, sometimes you got to give a story some time. Like it, it's sure, it, yeah. nothing, nothing happens instantaneously every single time. But, um, you know, a lot of times you'll start to see, and, and Outpost has done this plenty of times where like a, sto- a story will be shared and then other, uh, you know, uh, outlets will pick it up and it'll become a big news story where, you know, it, it does create hype and, and excitement. Um, th- I haven't seen it happened yet with this i maybe i missed it but i don't think so um but there's surely there's still time so if you do want this to happen share it around make it hyped i mean that we're sharing it right now so you know i'm ready i i would like to see it but i just ultimately don't know if it's a great idea for universal to invest money and potentially not get the return on a jurassic park television series or whatever this is planned to be um look i'm looking out for universal i want them to i I do want them to make jurassic content i do want them to make good stuff you know i want to see stuff succeed i don't know if this will but if they got to test the waters and make it and and see i'm willing to take it i guess i i do want to see it hmm yeah i don't know I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those weird things. Like it's it's a it's a interesting story. I don't know where this is coming from or who they are. And of course, you don't you don't reveal sources really or anything like that. But like, there's nothing to it, and I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's where I stand. So, I do think that about wraps it up. Unless you got I anything think that else. Does wrap it up. I'm excited to talk about the spoiler content. Oh, all right. So, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. So stick around until after the credits of the show, and we'll definitely talk about some spoiler, potentially spoiler stuff. Well, it's pretty spoilery for Jurassic it's, World. It's Dominion. pretty spoilery. <laughs> yeah, so for Dominion, uh, dinosaur-related. So we'll, we'll talk about that after. But uh, thank you so much, dude, for joining me uh, for another Wire. I think we had some fun topics. It's like, you know, there's, there's still there's we're still trying to sift through the content and see what is newsworthy what's exciting and i think there's been plenty of exciting things recently so i had fun uh we did pretty what? good man we are at yeah. two hours and 30 minutes we had a lot of topics today we i know i was i was trying to cruise trying to cruise because i know sometimes they get long so this uh, is this is typically a six hour conversation this, <laughs> this many topics we did it good, we did good it. job we did it so uh where can everybody find you if they want to uh talk to you about some jurassic content online uh you can come talk to me about the john hammond prequel series over on twitter at aaron d buyer um and i will i will post i will anti or no i will counter uh talk to you about a muldoon series about putting together jurassic park which is phenomenally like more interesting I like it. All right. um All right. but yeah that's that's it no movies to announce 
Nothing going on. Nothing yet. So, thanks again, and uh, be sure to stick around until after the break, and we'll talk about some more stuff. For sure. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 271st episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. As always, a huge thanks to Aaron for joining me uh, for just, you know, one of the most fun segments here on the podcast, one of the longest segments, and um, I I know you guys love it too, and I I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback recently on the segment. We're doing the best we can, and uh, I think we're, we're having a good time talking about this stuff. And uh, I know Aaron does too, and, and we, we love Jurassic, we love talking about it, and uh, you know, we just want the best, we just want the best. And also gotta sh- say a shout out to Jack Ewins, thank you so much for, for covering, and, and like I said, holding our, uh, our holding us to our word, and as Aaron said, holding our feet to the fire. Um, I like that, and I like kind of this back and forth that we've, we've got going on here. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like it's not the first time, but uh, we're, we're always uh, looking forward to finding out where we can find more information. We just want a, a clearer representation. That's not your fault. That's just <laughs> that's just Jurassic as a whole. We need some sort of clear outlined information. But uh, thanks again. And I'll, ma- I'll make sure to link his video in our show notes so you can check that out. And, uh, and of course, please uh, stick around after the ending uh, of this, this here ending, I guess, my, my outro for a spoiler segment please be warned if you wish to know nothing about jurassic world dominion skip uh skip the ending altogether turn this podcast off i do not want anything spoiled for you if you do not want to hear anything about the 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 movie there like i said this is not a spoiler but an animatronic image has surfaced on the internet and i just want you to be warned so it's getting dangerous out there on the uh, on the interwebs so you gotta you gotta keep your eyes peeled for potential spoiler things i know it's tough i know it is so hard and it's not it shouldn't be on all of us to uh to keep an eye out on those things it really shouldn't get out in the first place but uh you know we even have cast members spoiling what these specific dinosaurs are that the animatronics have leaked from so it you know it's it's a mess it's a whole mess but uh we're gonna do our best to talk about it but again if you don't want to know anything please turn the podcast off now and i really appreciate you for listening so uh that's all i have for you guys this week um and i just i hope you have a great week i hope you're you know, staying positive, staying healthy, and uh, making the best of everything going on. So thank you so, so much for listening to this. Stay safe out there, and as always, enjoy. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com. 
where you'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. dive into some spoiler content here um so if you do not want to know anything about jurassic world dominion please leave leave now back out i'm gonna give you some time here to hit pause to hit stop to delete the episode to stop the video whatever you're doing jurassic world dominion uh things have been leaking out and we just want to make sure that you're comfortably watching this or or knowing about this this information so you're ready you ready to talk about this aaron i am now can, can i talk about the i guess we can talk about the photo because that's what we're here to talk about. yeah so a dinosaur photo leaked out are you, as gonna, far sh- as, are you gonna share it even though it says please do not share no no i'm not it's not gonna be in any videos or anything like that it's it All unfortunately right. uh which you know i i am a, a big proponent in saying like look Let's not leak things. Let's not share things around. I, I'm really like big on that. Um, but like, look, this leak has gotten out of hand. It's all over the place. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So please don't, you know, don't listen to this if you don't want to know. But it's all over the Internet and people have been sharing the image around it. And, and like, I actually don't have it up at the moment. Let me uh, take a look here. Um, oh, where is it? <laughs> I lost it. Um, all right. So what are your thoughts on the Giganotosaurus? Uh, so this has been, this has been something that, uh, I think Sam Neill, was he the one that revealed this? Yeah, he was the one that revealed that Giganotosaurus was in the movie. Yeah. So he, Wait, he talked way about to go, it. Sam. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. The image does say, please don't share on it. So like, why is that there? Why is this taken? And then like a watermark of please don't share over like what is going on here anyway it's an animatronic head slash like neck a long very long i don't know what's going on here but uh give me your thoughts your little breakdown uh of this uh what do you think um it's cool it's different um it doesn't fit that it doesn't fit that McCreary style that we've, we've kind of been getting away from McCreary style as these movies have gone on. Uh-huh. Um, but this one feels like m- the biggest departure so far. Cause like you always see these animals with these like iguana, I call them iguana spikes. You always see like representation of that in like illustrations, but in Jurassic, we don't usually get the iguana spikes. Um, that's something that we haven't really ever seen before. And we're getting them. Um, with this uh weird that it's just the like this doesn't this photo doesn't say to me um what they've been touting of like animatronics are back in the biggest way imaginable like 
It's just the, it's just a head and a neck. Like we've seen that <laughs> we've seen that many times on other films. Um, it's very not reminiscent what I, of of what what kind of like came out after the creation of Battle at Big Rock, like with yeah, the, the yeah, Allosaurus yeah, yeah. that was in there, which mm-hmm. is basically just like a head. Now look, this is just one image. We don't really know what the details are as far as the rest, but. Um, oh, I mean, you know, maybe, the, maybe there as far is a full, as far as I know, they could be backing this thing into a torso. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty massive. I mean, there is a dude in there working on it. He's got his mask on and he. Yeah, I mean, it. how does this shape up against like the T-Rex animatronic size wise? Like, what do you I feel like this? This has got to be smaller, right? This feels smaller than the T-Rex. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it it does. No, it maybe... feels at least on par. But it doesn't seem like it's like, you know, how um, Sam Neill kind of said, like, look, this is like this is bigger than anything we've ever, you know, seen. And maybe full body once this thing actually, you know, is seen on screen or whatever it uh, it will be. But uh, yeah, it, it, anyway, it still looks pretty impressive to me. I, I'm still pretty hyped to see what this is, despite the fact that it looks like Godzilla, like the, the 1998 Godzilla. <laughs> I feel like oh, I just dropped something. I've been messing around with all podcasts. Um, I feel like you're stretching <laughs> with the Godzilla reference. No like, way, dude! Look at those spikes, dude! It's it it totally is like 1998 Godzilla. Like it it definitely has those same and and that's what Godzilla was back then, right? It was like uh, well, he was like I, new. To, he was a new yeah, iguana like in iguana. the 90s. Yeah. And it kind it, it it looks very similar to that like just not surely not as big as a lot of the spikes but I feel like it's not too far off. <laughs> it to me like I'm actually surprised it doesn't look like the Jurassic World Evolution Giganotosaurus because that is the gig- how many times can I say that? Um <laughs> that design in that video game is like the representation i've seen for years like that that squared off like snout you know what i'm talking about yep, kind yep, of yep. i do have um, this a picture up here let me actually yeah let me uh can you pull up the jurassic world evolution one because i mean i yep. can say this it doesn't look like that um yeah let me bring that up here so everybody can see that um i have to have my thing that i was messing around with hold on yeah, so this is the Jurassic World Evolution one right here. Does not um, look like that. At least the, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming this is the actual Jurassic World Evolution one. Sometimes you come across ones on the internet that are like people made their own, but uh, uh, that's what I, I see here. This is definitely Jurassic World Evolution, but um, yeah, no, this the the one that we're seeing, which I'm not showing in the video, just in case anybody's wondering. But um, it doesn't look like that. It looks much more. Uh, I, I'm not going to say it's a, it's not a hybrid. I don't think it's going to be a hybrid, but it looks more like the Indominus Rex of this species. You know, it's like Indominus has like this very like spikes and, and protrudences and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. It looks very evil. And I can't necessarily say that the, uh, the one from like evolution looks evil. It just looks like a, a normal dinosaur. Yeah, I'm like it's like compared to this one that we're seeing from Evolution, it's like the proportions of the neck and the head are opposite. Whereas like mm-hmm. the Evolution one has a really long snout, really long snout, and like kind of a shorter neck. Whereas like 
this thing's neck is huge and it has like a short like like beak like it's like the head is like the head is like a beak if that makes sense it's a yeah yeah i mean yeah um it's so weird i do but the paint the paint app on it is really oh cool. you the, had the mentioned paint, that to me earlier like that's yeah the really paint cool. looks really really good so here's like this is an image of just like the indominus rex and i feel like i feel like it's not all that far off from like that style and i know you know we talk about the you're talking about how like uh you're sad about the, the you know this the the attraction in uh hollywood being like an indominus rex but like here we are in a Jurassic World Dominion film with a creature that looks fairly similar, but suppose, you know, this is a real dinosaur this time around, but it looks yeah. not too far off. It's interesting. I think the Indominus even has like a more Giganotosaurus style snout. You know, this this one just seems sure. Now, here's the here's the question that surprised me um, was like we've kind of been hypothesizing that the biosyn animals would be uh, the More feathered natural. ones. Yeah. Yeah. And this does not look like I, this, this looks to me like a, it doesn't look like an in-gen animal either. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh huh. this looks like something totally different to anything I, we've ever seen. It does. I really like this, this creation here from like EO fauna, scientific figures uh this is a really nice looking giganotosaurus i like that but i don't know what this it is like a, it doesn't look like this oh, one from the movie no, no 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 not at all this is like a very natural smooth looking dinosaur with like a big head and and everything but it it, it just looks the, the one from that we're seeing at least from this animatronic looks very m monstrous you know, it definitely it feels scary. I don't. There's something interesting going on with the eyes, the eye in this uh, animatronic picture yeah. here. So I don't know what's. It looks like a very like angry looking eye, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I do love the coloring though. It does look like there's a lot of like darker browns or grays, but also some like nice green colors under there, like darker mm -hmm. greens and. Yep. It's very, very interesting looking. Teeth are not very huge or anything like that. They look, you know, they look pretty normal, like in comparison to like the the Indominus Rex, which has these things coming out all over its face, it seems like. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it just, it doesn't look like a natural species. So I don't know if it's like um, a version from another company that went wrong or something like that, like a a, ba a bad batch, <laughs> speaking of Star Wars. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to be because it just looks – I think it looks fantastic. It looks cool, but it just doesn't look like what any iteration that we've seen of a more natural version. So then let me ask you this. What you – but you said this picture has been everywhere. I've not seen it because I don't really – I'm not like running around looking up these things. Mm. What – What's been the what's been the general perception so far of this? Because here's the thing, the there's fans like me who don't know about dinosaurs, and when raptors don't have feathers, I don't get too upset, right? Mm -hmm. But this, but at least they kind of, I I feel like that I, I don't know this. To what I, I guess what I'm asking is is the people that like are really into dinosaurs. Does do you think this is going to please them? Because I think this is going to make some people very bummed. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the conversation is. Um, I haven't really been online all that much when this was shared around, but I, I have seen it all over the place. But, sure. um, but yeah, I don't know. I think you're right as far as like what people are going to think, I guess, I guess. I don't know. I'm never, I'm never too fussed. You know, I, I think whatever I see on screen that ends up being the thing. And I'm like, I like it. That's cool. It's yeah. good to me. But, um, I do think probably people are going to be taking issue with it. I think if the film describes it, you know, as something created from another company that, you know, didn't have all the necessary tools or maybe, maybe it's something, no, I can't. Cause I don't think they're going to go there with the Indominus. Maybe they just made it too angry or something. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but, um, it does, it, it just, it, it does look a little unnatural. It looks, see, it looks a already, little more We've already monstery. seen the, yeah, we've already seen, see this, and this is what's bugging me is like, there's already been other dinosaurs that have leaked those like things that people were like, oh, there's some other kind of Raptor or something like people were thinking Utah Raptor or Deinonychus or whatever, but like those didn't look very uh jurassic parky this doesn't look very jurassic park ish um so i'm assuming all these animals are this biosyn versions but i mean at the end of the day the the the, the ingen stuff is kind of our hero animals so maybe it's good that we don't like the design that much i mean i shouldn't say that i that's i'm yeah. indifferent to the design on this one um yeah, that's what I'm wondering if it's just if there's a reason it looks so monstrous. Uh it just it feels like it kind of belongs more in like the the monster like the monster verse of like Kong and Godzilla or something like that. Like yes. it's just it's very wild and and it's just got it's got like I don't know, it just feels like some sort of monster movie villain. Um but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. I think it looks pretty pretty uh pretty gnarly and pretty scary like it really does like if i saw this thing uh you know in the jungle or in a town or wherever it may be it's gonna terrify me more than almost any other dinosaur in this franchise i think i think it looks way scarier than the indominus than the indoraptor uh than any of that stuff so i think it looks pretty scary pretty gnarly we don't see the arms here but i I don't know if it's as scary to me as the Spinosaurus. Okay. I mean, I'm just um, maybe basing that off of like this, this Giganotosaurus that you're showing. It has like these tiny arms. Like sure, I, I get sure. that the, I get that the InGen Spinosaurus is not, uh, is not scientifically accurate like at all. And I am not going on record and saying it's a, a hybrid. Like it's not, I don't think, um, <laughs> but was that was that canonized like that it's a hybrid was that ever made official well, for this for the spinosaurus yeah no i mean they just kind of they they alluded to things but not nothing really certain you know as far as i'm concerned that's what in that world that's what spinosaurus looks like um and so to me that thing had the big like arms that could like grab the plane and like flip it over um, yeah yeah this yeah, doesn't this look does like not, this has like, that kind of prowess you know like it doesn't so, have, yeah like look at this arms on this guy yeah they're they're tiny yeah um, what is going on all the officials are we sure this is giganotosaurus are we sure this one right here yes i mean no the one that we're talking about the spoiler image are we sure it's giganotosaurus 
I guess not, but I, you know, uh, like it just like does, everything else, it just it, does not look like one at all. No, it just really. It looks know. closer to me. Hold on, it looks closer to me to the Cardontosaurus or whatever toy that we were talking uh, about. Uh, uh, Carcardontosaurus or whatever, however you say that one. Yes, it looks way more like that action figure than than this skeleton let me <laughs> what is this this is a 3d print model of uh oh can, how can i open this uh, i want to get this on there just for for fun but this is the uh this is the 1998 godzilla like somebody made this model thingy uh kind of it, like it looks like that it just not as like squared off nose <laughs> yeah come on tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong yeah that that I don't know. Um, uh, what else, what what did you want to see? Um, the oh, I don't know to... or whatever it's called. Dude, you again ask me how to spell car car I don't even. I barely know how to say it. Um, if I hey, send let's, you, let's the... take oh, a look. I, I got some images. Me. I got some images here of of what that is, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Dude, this is, toy is. is... Carcarodontosaurus crash. That toy I, looks like this robot. Does it? I think so. I, I mean, it's... It's... I don't know. I'm not looking at the toy. I'm just looking at, like, artist renditions of it. And I can't necessarily say it looks more like it either, but it does the snout maybe a little bit more. The snout, the spikes. Again, I'm not saying that like Mattel had like inside track on this robot, sure. but like, because I here's the thing: if Mattel knew what this robot looks like, which I'm sure they do at this point, because I'm sure they're designing action figures, right? Is this thing in but, in a in a evolution? The Carcharodontus source. Oh, I don't know. Maybe so, somebody at least, uh, if it wasn't in the game, somebody rendered one. But like, this is what the game yeah, I guess. like that to me looks more like this robot we're talking about yeah kind of yeah yeah i could see that more so um like come on compare that to that giganotosaurus skeleton that you sh you had up two mm -hmm. minutes ago like, are we sure like i feel like this is not giganotosaurus i don't know i mean look there but why like, like why instance... invest in a robot that's not <laughs> you know for instance like the um it 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 does really reminisce of the Allosaurus from Battle at Big Rock. You know, like it does feel like that rendition of what they thought the Allosaurus looked like. You know, this is maybe just their iteration of this creature. That's not even creature. close. But, you know, a lot of people would say the same thing about the Allosaurus, right? Yeah. And in all fairness, this image to me right here that you're showing, mm -hmm. this is not the animal I remember from Battle at Big Rock. So, like, obviously there's going to be CG enhancements and all that stuff. Sure, um, yeah. I mean, here's here's a, here's another um, image here of the Allosaurus. I'm sorry, this is uh, pretty bad for podcasting, but when you're thinking about back to the Allosaurus, it was very spiny and it has, like, you know, spikes all down its back and it's the eye the, the the spiky things above the eye it's like 
I feel like that feels more like the supposed Giganotosaurus that we're seeing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't um, know. What, what be... does, yeah, let me, let me look up like just like standard Allosaurus. Like what, what do uh, people say about the Allosaurus? Cause you know, like we both said before, we don't really uh, follow Dino uh, details all that much, but um, right. Artist renditions kind of vary. It seems like. Yeah. Oh, that, that varies completely. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this thing is, man. Like we've been going <laughs> off of um, what do you call it? Uh, Jurassic World Evolution a lot. So here's here's the Jurassic World Evolution one for the sake of uh, looking. Allosaurus. That, much, I mean, that, this, that's this the looks movie more that's based natural. off of the movie. Yeah. Much more natural looking than this. So, yeah. you know, is it... Uh, I don't know, man. It's a mixture of all of them combined. <laughs> these, these are just they said it's natural. not. They said there's no hybrids in this movie. So, so they say. So they say. But yeah, oh man, it just doesn't but look anything the like the evolution. It could have been hybrids. <laughs> but you know, there is some blood on the mouth of this thing. It looks pretty brutal. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but who did it eat? What happened? I don't know. Oh yeah, there is right. It's a bummer that we can't see the bottom part of this thing's jaw. I know it kind of makes it look like it's got like a short jaw on the bottom. Yeah, it makes it look really weird. Maybe, it, maybe if we could actually see the actual length of this thing, it would make it make more sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you? It just has those iguana spikes, which are just so incredibly weird. We've it's, never it's, really seen those. It's kind of like when I don't know. I feel like when artists like look at the fossil record or whatever, they're like, "Oh, there's all these spikes down the back," and you're like, "No, nah, it's not really." I don't think they're spikes. They're just like, it's part of its like spine, right? Like, right. Yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like, and then those end up coming out of the dinosaur and then they've got massive spikes. Yeah. I don't know anything about dinosaurs. Pull up, you know, pull up a, common, go to Google and look at common green iguana. Okay. And look up, like, see if you can't get a close up of its back. These spikes are straight iguana spikes. Uh, okay. Um, not really getting vibes of this this creature here really I don't the know. spikes i don't know well here i don't know here's a here here's a here's a green iguana let's take a look at this um is it is it too far off not too not too bad look at the spikes like how like it's got like the like it it comes from it's not like the spikes are not part of like the rest of the body like in scale uh -huh. wise it's yeah like exactly they, they protrude like they protrude as separate things this kind of has that feel to me uh-huh um, yeah oh for sure i can definitely see that because like it, it's got like natural skin around the neck but then it kind of like goes up into more of like almost like an armored kind of like style of skin up there and yeah. then it's got those spikes like 
yeah i don't know man it's pretty it's pretty crazy looking and it looks very angry and very mean and i look i am super looking forward to whatever this ends up looking like because it it looks pretty awesome i gotta say it looks awesome yeah it does it just looks um, monstrous and i know that might not make a lot of people happy um but uh we've got a green to go on on the screen so those maybe make people happy look at it's even got it's even got the bottom like neck spikes like that iguana has uh -huh. not the iguanas <laughs> are bigger but like it does they are yeah yeah they are in existence there so maybe um, they're like, well, we couldn't make this with instead of frog DNA, we mixed in some iguana yeah, DNA. Yeah, I was actually just gonna say that you, you and me are same <laughs> same mindset. Maybe Biosyn decides Godzilla. to use Godzilla's got it too. <laughs> yeah. It looks very reminiscent of 1998 Godzilla. I like it. I think it's pretty accurate. Maybe maybe this is the crossover instead of Fast and Furious crossing over with. Uh, the the other monster verse over there so i think it's why possible. would you say things like that i think that. it's possible this is what we're getting and no. it's gonna walk like a human it's gonna yeah it's gonna be pretty awesome and uh it's gonna have long arms and uh long tail <laughs> anyway I, I very much dislike that movie you're not i love i love it it me sure it's not the greatest movie on the on the planet earth but i i think it's uh i've got a lot of nostalgia for it love the soundtrack uh and it's fun oh, i don't know it's just yeah fun. the soundtrack we didn't <laughs> have that album in 98 man it was a banger for sure it was so any any wrapping up uh thoughts here on the giganotosaurus uh, no at this point else? i'm just i'm just deliriously talking because i'm so tired. yeah yeah all right well thanks for joining me and uh thanks for listening to the spoiler section here and uh i guess we'll see you guys next time see you